I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous you heard of us. Official Queen Briz murderers. The mob comes equipped with warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile and pose. Rock you in your face. Stab your brain with your nose bone. Hey, welcome yeah. to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, you are not all alone in these streets, cousin, because <laughs> we're back on a Sunday. Yes, we um, are. To start the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanksgiving week. And uh, I got to say, I'm thankful for all the guests that we got coming on this week, starting with this gentleman. Yes. Uh, a lot of people's favorite guests so far. Like, uh, Yes, got voted multiple times. Yeah, one of the, <laughs> one of the front runners for a tippy this this year for uh, yes. favorite new, new guest. guest. And uh, that's my man, Romaine Walters, half of Romaine and Lettuce, um, who you guys may know from, he's on Twitter, at ThatBlackOne. He's also, uh, you know, uh, been on Three Guys On as well as this show before. What's going on, Romaine? You know, I'm just chilling, doing, doing my thing. You know, we got, got, got all the, got a lot of big stuff coming up for, for the end of the year and next year. So, you know. Now, I heard you, uh, you know, last time you was on, you was on camera with us, but you got gaffled over, uh, over that, over the break at some point. What happened, man? They stole right. your stuff? Yeah, um, so my car got broken into uh, a couple couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I built this, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm a big nerd, so uh, I built myself like a gaming PC, really tiny, you know, micro ITX type of joint. Um, and it was it was in my car. It was it was wasn't visible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, what I'm saying you got to put you got to pull that dirty game, put dirt all this, leave extra trash in your car. So people <laughs> like I'm breaking in that. This guy's filthy. And that didn't work, <laughs> and they just smashed my window in, and just took my took my shit. <laughs> Damn. Aww. Which uh, you know, I mean, like I stepped out there and I didn't even see it right away because you don't even notice your window's gone until you sit down and like look behind you and go, "Oh man, there's glass over my back seat." Right. Nope. What and happened? Yeah, and then ten seconds go by and you're like, "Oh shit, there's glass in my back seat." Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's What's what, missing? That, that's what happened oh, to me my, too. My unit's missing. Who needs that? Like it, 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 it only responds to me. I built it. It's for custom made. Mm. Yeah. Why, why would you steal that, man? You don't know how to use that. Right. You're on drugs. Right. And the thing is, like, what other fucking nerd is also gets high that feels like they need to steal this from me? Exactly. Mm. It didn't even have a power cord or nothing with it. It was just a box, oh. my camera, and like a PlayStation Three controller. Damn, they just figured it's got. They just figured it's got to be worth something to somebody. Yeah. That's it. Like that's yeah. sad, man. I, I hate to hear that happen to you, dog. So. Like maybe thieves are just that advanced now. They're like, look at that car. It looks too trashy. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not driving the hottest joint, and 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 that's on purpose. You know right. what I'm saying? So, man, well, I, I'm sorry to hear that, dog. Uh, you know that that that, that really does suck, man. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I have heard you on three guys on, um, last <laughs> few times, man. You made some, some great appearances, man. I still, you still gotta let me interview you about, uh, that, that year <laughs> off, man. We gotta, we gotta get into that, man. I gotta, yeah, I gotta, I'll set, I'll set up something. You gotta set up something. Cause that, that's a long, that's a long, uh, a year. Cause like, I only give bits and pieces out mm-hmm. every once in a while. And, you know, uh, it was the lost year for a reason. Yeah, uh, it sounds yeah. great. It sounds great. And, and the bit they sounds had, like a wonderful title for a rap album. Yeah, the, the bit they <laughs> had, the, a, the bit they had where they were singing the uh, 
think it was the sam cook song or some shit dog <laughs> riding home man it was so good man i love that show i love those guys man so everybody yeah. should be listening to three guys on anyway cool man appreciate that for real man um <laughs> all right well we got uh it's kind of i'm kind of glad we got a comedian on today because we have so much so much comedian news all and right. by comedian i just mean bill, bill cosby. cosby like <laughs> bill like <laughs> I knew it. I, all I, knew I it. all I do, you know, for the show is, you know, well, a huge part of the show is aggravating articles and uh, aggregating articles and stuff. Say well, aggravating them. Well, I do get aggravated by some of these articles, but <laughs> a, a, aggregating arg- articles so that we can have something to talk about. So, right. you know, I, I see something interesting. I go, okay, I'll save that for the show. Save it under a certain category. So I've been saving things under the Bill Cosby category for about a week or two now. You know, it's just come back up into the media uh, since Hannibal made that joke. And, um, you know, like, I want to say the first couple of days we'd have, like, an article or two to talk about. Right. You know? Right. Then uh, on Wednesday, I think maybe we had two or three at the most. So that was Wednesday. Uh, we didn't do a show Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's been technically three days. I'm at, like, um... 16 or 17 articles since wednesday every something breaking out almost a a few things every day right it's crazy man like it it really is at um you know maximum uh capacity right now um now i uh, i guess i haven't even asked uh romaine's opinion of it man what do you think about you know hannibal even making a joke about bill cosby i've seen some comedians that say like oh you should never like make a go against the family like it's almost like the thin blue line with police like you should never nah, man like here's the thing you and comedy everyone's fair game because like you know you, you you can trash and talk trash talk or even just you know joke around with with people Cause comics just do that with each other you know mm-hmm. we're very you know um we like to i guess i guess we like to like shoot the shit in a way that's a little more like further than how other people do it you know some friends are like oh man you're a piece of shit and they laugh and we we go the the extra mile like you know you should have been aborted kind of shit and then we laugh (laughs) um the thing is cosby's like the sacred cow that you can't touch Mm. right so so like fucking with them is kind of is kind of detriment to you depending on what you say Mm. um but the thing is with hannibal like cool cool dude chill guy um when he did that joke, he did that joke in most in like an open mic type of situation where he wasn't he wasn't even expecting it to be recorded, mm-hmm. right? So he's so this is a joke he's still working out, right? You know? And I, and I'm hearing this from some other friends, my other comics friends in in New York that he was like he was only working it out, so he's been doing his joke for a while, but he's still kind of putting together the whole thing. It's still it's a good joke as it is now, and he wants to get it better, but someone recorded that one moment. And everything blew up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, times are different now, man. Like, you, that went viral. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really have, um, things go viral. Uh, back, right. like back in the day, you could just shut something down because it just weren't that many outlets. You know, right. hey, correct. Uh, I've got to go to, you know, I want to go to ESPN with this. Okay, can't do that. I want to go to NBC. Can't do, they don't want to cover it. CNN don't want to cover it. Yeah. Well, after a while, you're just like, well, fuck it. But now it's like, YouTube gets it, and then Gawker and covers then, it, and then Deadspin covers it, and by the yeah. end of the week, Washington Post is writing editorials about it. Right. Yeah, and Facebook gets it, and like all these other places get it. Like uh, social media now directs what the news is supposed to be, mm-hmm. instead yeah. of the other way around. Right. But you know what's right. funny though? I've seen people complain about that. I like that. I like that. Like 
to me that's more what people are it shows what people are engaged in true because i was tired of the news covering shit that people didn't give a fuck about or or not covering things that people did care about like honestly the news wasn't going to cover ferguson true true or trayvon martin yeah like it's good and bad because people are obsessed with stupid shit but (laughs) right but that is but that's society right like yeah society's kind of dumb and they care just as much about uh kim kardashian's ass as they do about bill cosby's uh rape allegations as they do about uh you know um uh ferguson and correct i like that the media kind of reflects that now because they used to just pick and choose and be like fuck these other issues and and that's a good thing my only issue is that like i don't i don't like that everyone gets to have a say that the facts get muddled in people's opinions yeah now, like Hannibal can say whatever he wants. Any comic can say, "Well, like I don't, I don't like that." Comics think you can't do that to people. Like, yeah, I, I should be able to say I don't like your work or I don't like this. Like, I don't, you don't, I can like the person. Mm-hmm. You can be cool. I just might not like your style. Mm-hmm. But we can be chill, and I can help you write. And you can help me write. Like, we both know what's funny. Like, I can listen to someone's joke and go, oh, "Okay, that's funny. I see why it's funny." I just don't, I don't, just don't, don't like your style. Nigga. That's all. Right. You know? <laughs> right. And 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 I think, in my opinion with the way uh, society is now comedians don't have you don't have the opportunity to flesh your stuff out in front of a real audience you know it's like if somebody records something it's a piece or a bit it's not the entire joke fleshed out maybe on tour or maybe 50 60 times so you get your timing right your punchline right and all this stuff and uh to me it's negatives and positives behind that but also it's one of those things where now you uh, comedians are expected just to be funny when you come out the box you have to got to be a well-crafted machine you can't have the opportunity of jokes flopping. You don't have the opportunity yeah. of shit not being funny. Yeah, you can't work on things overnight. Right. And, and so, right. and so to me, that becomes a problem because the only way, uh, you can know that it's funny is that you gotta work it out in front of live people. Yeah. Uh, you, you, gotta, know? you gotta work it out. And it was, go ahead. Go ahead, sweetie. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, uh, you, yeah, you're right. You gotta work it out and you don't have the time to, to really, like, I guess I wouldn't say like bomb or flop, but you got to take some time at home and do, do that whole shit in the mirror, like like you're doing a speech in high school. Like okay, I, I got to do this in the mirror. I got to type. I got to set up set up these punchlines here and here. I got to time it out, and then I can do it at a really shitty open mic where no one's paying attention to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Just because on the off chance someone at that bar isn't watching the game, they just or they're part of some blog that's gonna tell me that my jokes are offensive, and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm saying yet. All right, I'm, I gotta even. I, I haven't even said the joke for the first time. I'm still figuring out. I'm I'm gonna fumble it. I might put the wrong word or just say the thing something in the wrong order, right. and it sounds like that I hate Asians. And it's like, no, that's not <laughs> that's not the joke. I'm sorry. And, and not and to mention for that. <laughs> some some jokes do start from that. Like yeah. so, like you know, some of my favorite jokes kind of start from this idea of something simple, like you know, fuck this person or fuck that thing, or you know, like. Uh, chris rocks um you know black people versus niggas jokes it 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 really is offensive as shit considering (laughs) what what like that but people consider that a classic bit but it didn't start from like a good place you know it kind of starts from a fucked up place and Mm -hmm. then he explains it until you're kind of on his side which is like the gift uh that or or just the hard work that a lot of comedians are putting in to try to get to that point you know um bill burr's joke about basically what's left for black people to have a movie about struggling 
Yeah. Like that's that is a fucking good joke, but it stars at a place that's like, damn, I'm tired of these black movies. And that's not necessarily the 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 most PC thought, but he gets you on his side after a couple minutes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, same thing with them. Um, like when Lucy K does that does, does that bit where he's like, "Why do you want to say nigga so bad? Like, why why do you want to put that in my head and just say the n word when you know that's what you want to say? You put it in my head. My brain says it. I feel worse about it. Mm-hmm. Like it starts from a place where why can't I why can't I say it? Yeah. But you know, it's 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 a it's a diversion yep. to get to the point. And like if he, if imagine if he tried to work that shit out now. Yo, <laughs> in some man. open mic he'd be like this white guy Lucy K want to say nigga all the time <laughs> yeah, that would be the opening headline on like uh, 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 on like uh, Gawker or some shit yep. Lucy K makes nigger jokes uh, yeah oh my Can't, god he'd be done he'd be done he'd be done and man don't even man if you can move on to Cosby yeah oh yeah all right, <laughs> oh, so, oh, wait, go uh, ahead Karen I'm about to say uh, Romaine uh, and Roger do you think it would ever be a point where comedians get to the point and maybe not the as you're growing but people that become established make people sound waivers like hey this is my selective audience that i'm gonna work my shit out in you can't have cell phones you can't tweet you can't pose you can't do shit but i gotta work my shit out and i don't want random people publicizing hmm. my shit like they make people sound waivers saying you ain't gonna talk about it on a box you like like <laughs> have people sign shit to say i want to work this out and i don't want the mass public to trash my shit before i get a chance to work it because you have to work it in front of people no that'll, right. that'll never happen no. okay because comedians don't respect themselves and they'll never oh, have okay. they'll never have like there's comedians <laughs> that have people they know the people who stole their jokes and that's okay like it's just Okay. Like you're not going to track them like in if like if that was you know uh any any other thing where you like if put it this way if like someone stole a song from fucking Metallica they'd be in court minimum. Yeah. Right. But a comedian is just like oh so and so just does so and so's jokes now and that's the thing that happened and everybody knows about it and we think it's shitty but he'll be head- <laughs> he'll be headlining the next club and we won't talk about it on stage and we won't talk about it too much behind the scenes cuz all these politics at play and shit like that. I mean, you know, Anthony Comedians got black people on his podcast now. That shit just happened. Like, no, comedians will never fucking have the balls to be like, take my shit off of YouTube or I'm going to sue you or fucking fuck you up. Nah, it don't never yeah, happen. Exactly. You're right. I mean, the most you can do is out them and be like, look, this guy's, um, this guy steals jokes. And right. then word gets out about it through the comic community. Words kind of get out of through comic enthusiasts. And people yeah. don't don't mess with them no more. That's the most that can really happen. Yeah, you know, unless then, someone's like. And then the worst Ooh. part is, yeah. like in Hannibal Burr's case. Now I'm not saying he wanted. It doesn't seem like he wanted this or even needed the attention. To be honest, he's doing pretty well. Um, yeah, but like I'm sure other communities look at that and go, "Fuck, man, that dude getting 17 million hits on YouTube." I better say something too. Yeah, like <laughs> fuck. Let me start writing my part about Richard Pryor. I don't like that motherfucker. Man. You know. I well, I mean, all right. You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> first of all, Richard Pryor knew he was a piece of shit and and didn't hide it from anyone. Uh, right, and which, I and I respect know, that. Now he was I, like, "This is who I am." Yep. Yes, I uh, did drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yep. I smoked. Yes, I yep. got caught on fire. Yes, yes I shot my car. Right. right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like any any joke that you can basically write about, I've already performed it on stage. 
you know right. it's like he telling jokes about shit while it's actually happening in his real life and so right. it's just one of those things where you can't take anybody down that doesn't already give a fuck like if they don't give a fuck what can you do well yeah. like i said you have the chance the off chance of the shit blowing up is probably up. it's probably enough for a lot of comics to kind of look the other way because like you know if i got a 0.001 percent of becoming the next fucking russell peters <laughs> still still my shit you know what i mean put my shit up for me i'm too lazy to put it up myself thank you yo oh, i mean i like it's a double-edged sword because something i can say can go out there and be just be the best thing that ever happened to me but in the same sentence you know it gets me a nice little deal and then i just i make uh, i make a, a off-color comment about like you know somebody being ashy and i'm and i'm fucked you know what i'm saying like oh i went to shake dude's, dude's hand and like I, you know, I just he just needed so much cocoa butter that I, I brought him like six tubs. And you're like, why, why would why would you say that? He's a good man. And I'm like, yeah, he's a good man, but he can still be ashy, nigga. Come on, nigga. right? You're shaming black people for having hash. Yeah, I, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And 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 something as simple as that can just be like, you know, uh, Romaine doesn't like dark skinned people when. You know, you don't you don't even know. Yeah, there's you know, and, and people, there's always an angle. So like, like I think um, a lot of times, especially when I listen to like comedians via podcast or follow them on Facebook and stuff, I think there's always kind of a pushback because they're kind of on the forefront of like freedom, not just freedom of speech, but like pushing the boundaries of freedom of speech all the time. Yeah. And they kind of want access to that. And then there's also, you know, when they these people who are kind of pushing back and like speaking out for people that maybe they never had a voice before, they're coming at it from an angle that maybe people haven't thought of something before you know and i get that but there's all this like uh like resentment almost like because there are people matter of fact on the bill cosby tip let's talk about the first article <laughs> a person um for the daily beast uh rich goldstein r- tried to take down hannibal burrs by saying bill cosby foe first of all <laughs> I don't think Hannibal Burris is a Bill Cosby foe. No. It's not like a guy that follows Bill Cosby around from state to I state. Know, right? You know, like <laughs> he made a joke. Right, right. I got right. my eye on you, Cosby. Yeah, you motherfucker. Yes. Oh. I'm for your spot, nigga. Just like like old school Jay-Z, man. Just trying for your spot. <laughs> right. Yes. Why and, and why does everything all of a sudden have to be people against each other? He yeah. made a goddamn joke. He didn't say I hate him. Right. He didn't say he's right. the worst person fucking of well, all. Well, no, time. he did in the joke. He said I hate him, but it's still a joke on stage. We don't right. know that that means anything. Correct, because people you know? joke about a lot of shit that they don't mean in their hearts. Right, but you know, okay, he made a joke about the dude, but he probably also said I hate uh cream cheese in the next joke, and we don't go cream cheese flow. Hannibal Burris, <laughs> like nah. Okay, so the guy goes, Bill Cosby, foe Hannibal Burris, joked about date rape. The comedian was right to call out Bill Cosby, but his material is littered with jokes about rape. Now, here's the thing: it's two jokes. Uh, I know Hannibal's stand-up uh, albums pretty much back and forth. And we forth. seen him live. Yeah, I have seen yeah. him live. Right, um, but I know his stand-up back backwards and forth because I thought I think he's fucking hilarious and i you yes, know I'm, he is before any of this bill cosby shit broke any of this i just been thinking he was a funny dude um so i know the jokes and i know if the joke was about raping somebody i would remember that is right i would have remembered it when they said hannibal burns name. i'd be like oh don't that nigga make jokes about raping people right <laughs> he doesn't nope 
so um but this person can't understand humor or they're willfully not wanting to understand humor so they can get the clicks right correct right so uh here he goes when hannibal burris employed a philadelphia audience during the stand-up routine to google bill cosby he sparked a remarkable public outcry over cosby's alleged sexual assaults in the weeks since cosby has lost much of the goodwill he built with the american public over the years even as he is allegedly engaged in criminal behavior unmentioned however have been burris's own contributions to rape culture <laughs> oh and and there's the word that's yeah. the that's the search the right. Google ad word right there, man. Yeah, hey, I need to make me some money on Google. Let's put rape culture in there. Mm-hmm. Right, and the, and the thing that pisses me off is that the oh. the people that this article need to be written about, motherfucker, you're not writing that article about the person that really has nothing but rape jokes. I honestly feel really? like, I, I you know maybe this controversial to say, I feel like a comedian that makes no jokes about rape, but is accused of raping up to twenty women. <laughs> makes a much bigger contribution to rape culture than a joke that has a subject of rape in it but is yeah. actually about rape yeah, he's got actual rape numbers like actual yeah. rape right, numbers like he's got a, numbers. like a baseball card of rape numbers like, right. like yeah. Cosby. <laughs> do, do, do you think he put him out like trading cars be like felicity oh i remember her <laughs> right yeah she was the starting lineup back in 1965 <laughs> she was a 45 36 22 whatever the hell them numbers mean yeah, right. you never know man cosby might have like a sign all-star card out there with, with his fans <laughs> he <laughs> might he might dog um oh man it's a, his his rape joke his rape stuff is actually out there man this car's gonna be worth a couple million <laughs> <laughs> he did have the spanish fly jokes all, all right yo it's, Man, that is so weird to listen to now. Dude, right. I, like, the thing is, I, I, rem- before. I also, because, like, um, I listen to a lot of comedy albums. Like, yeah. I, actually, when I was, um, when I used to have, like, a, a jobby job, when I, like, first started, I would pass the time by just, and this is when you had to go buy the album with a CD or whatever, um, I would buy the albums, and I would just listen to them till I knew them, you know, backwards and forwards. And I wanted to go listen to all the people that I thought were the greats, you know. And Kazi, I remember the Spanish fly joke, man. Like, so when they brought it up, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, man, <laughs> that was it. Damn. It's, just, it's, like, it's like the end of fucking uh, Usual Suspects. and there it is right you're like oh oh okay he snuck it right right. by me um in his stand-up act burris has told rape jokes that explicitly imply sexual violence against women for a laugh uh by the way that sentence is not true in his 2012 album animal first the comedian describes a scenario in which he meets a woman late at night lies about his intention to get her home with him and mocks her attempts to ensure her own safety um, let me see if I can just play the clip because I don't actually want to read the mm. shit because it's funnier if I could play it. It's funny in context, and I appreciate yeah. that, dude. Yeah, like, like, me... like that's the kind of stuff comics love, where you're like, "Oh, thank you, context, please." Yeah, right. <laughs> I, need, I need that for myself, my career. Right. It really depends on it. Because the dude who wrote <laughs> who wrote this article didn't give a fuck about context. Yeah, uh, let me see if I can find this shit, man. Uh, um, here we go. Hello. This is my first time here in London. Uh, I think it's an awful place, but I'm willing to adjust. <laughs> I like that y'all just have bank holidays here. Hold on, let me skip forward, because I think... Uh, <laughs> See, anyone could have taken that first out and been like... Hannibal Verse hates London. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Hannibal Verse has made jokes about hating London before. Just a few... <laughs> 
The racist. Yeah. <laughs> the racist hand will burst. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find You say thing. literally too much. Oh. Watch your country. <laughs> Guess what? Now I'm going to tell all my friends Ireland is part of Dubai. Oh, no. Nah, you can just kiss me. Men think that. There we go. All right. I don't want you in my life at all. So. Mm. One night, it was 5 in the morning, Scotland. I'm talking with this girl. I decided to take a swing. I said, how about we go back to my place for some food and some drinks? Most women would say, yeah, that sounds cool, or no, nah, I'm all right. But what she said was, what type of food are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and what drinks are we talking about? Did you expect me to have sex with you if I come back to your place? Well, if you come back to my place at 5 in the morning, eat all my food, drink all my drinks, you don't want to have sex... I don't want you in my life at all. <laughs> you're a person to do something like that. That sounds like something a sociopath would do. Come to your place at 5, eat your food, drink your drinks, leave at 6.30 without fucking like it's cool. That's a passive burglary. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and as soon as she said that, I should have clocked that this woman was crazy, but I was kind of drunk. So I go, oh, she's kind of quirky. <laughs> so we talk for a little bit. She says stuff, I say stuff. She says stuff, I say stuff. You know how conversation works. <laughs> I think it's going well, so I go in for the kiss. She says, what? You think you can just kiss me? Men think they're entitled to whatever they want from women? You objectify us? Stop going this crazy feminist rant. It's fine if you want to be a feminist, but I think five in the morning after the bar closes is a weird time to jump on your soapbox. Man, <laughs> just want to fuck. Yeah, it's five in the morning. Everybody wants to. That's why they stayed out till five, because it didn't happen at two. <laughs> so we keep talking for some reason. She wants to know my address. She's showing interest. I tell her my address. Then she wants to know my address plus the cross street. I tell her. She texts it to herself. I say, what's wrong? She says, I have to be safe. Three out of ten women that get raped <laughs> don't report it. I said, one out of one dudes is walking away from this conversation. <laughs> she said, what's wrong? I said, you insane, lady. That's what's wrong. And it sounds very risky to hang out with you. And I didn't know this about myself until today, but I don't hang out with anybody that quotes rape statistics. <laughs> There's nobody in my life that does that. That's such a weird trait to have. I have to get away from you because I'm a black man in Scotland on a work visa. They're going to believe any bullshit you say. <laughs> She was super drunk in that moment. She couldn't handle rejection. She just kept on going, Hannibal, please let me explain. No, you've explained enough with your words. Why, Hannibal, what's wrong? You seem insane and unstable. That's what's wrong. <laughs> Hannibal, I just want to educate people. This is a weird-ass time for that type of class. <laughs> Give me 30 seconds. No, I don't want to talk with you. Hannibal, please stop walking away. No, go away. Hannibal, please. Hey, lady, you acting like a rapist right now. <laughs> I don't want to talk with you. You keep on talking to me. You were raping my eardrums. I feel very threatened. No means. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now, now, technically, mm -hmm. that's a rape joke. Yes, yep. that does fit in that category. In context, it's also a black joke. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also a late night dating joke. Right. It's also a hookup joke. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know what's gonna make me some money? With my ads, because, nigga, I'm broke. I need this money 
Someone please click on this. That's when I tell like Hannibal Burris is raping people. Like that's like that's what he pretty much wants to say. Yep. Uh, by the way, he makes money off it. There's one more part to this joke. Let me play that part. So we're dating now. And that's my favorite part of the joke. So we're dating yeah. now. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but so after that, he goes in just a few minutes of stand up. Burris accurately describes rape culture. He uses many of the techniques being employed to silence Cosby's accusers. What? Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't. He makes. Well, see, freak- listen. Um, I don't. So, sometimes I think that people don't hear the same thing that I hear and see the same thing that I see. Well, I also think he's relying on people not clicking on the clip. Correct. And, and playing it. And people that don't know anything about Hannibal Burris or his comedy and expecting him. But at this, he's looking for lazy people that are like, yeah. okay, you said it. I believe you click. Mm-hmm. You said it. I believe you click. You said it's about <clears throat> rape. I believe it's about rape. Of course, I'm not going to watch a 20 minute clip. I believe what you're saying. He makes yeah. frequent reference to his libido being inhibited by her <laughs> autonomy. He dismisses all of her concerns as making him uncomfortable. And he ends the bit by conflating the experience of listening to someone complain about their sexual safety with actually being assaulted. The one aspect Burrs gets right is it gets right is it is overlooked. The, an overlooked aspect of Cosby scenario playing out in the public eye is the racial element accusations often take. But Burris's keen understanding of racism in sexual politics is subsumed by his, the rest of his argument. The concern he has for his own safety trumps hers. First mm. of all, doesn't everyone's concern for their own safety trump everyone else's? I hope yeah. so. I know mine does. Like, if that makes me some type of asshole, I'll be that, but... Hey man, uh, yo, uh, yo! <laughs> even at five in the morning, I've crossed the street, seen some white girls on the corner. Yeah. I crossed the street. I know, I, I, I know what, what, what might happen if I pass by and say good evening, and they look at me like I don't like this motherfucker. Like I know, I, right. I know what that happened. I know that happens. So yeah. if I made a joke about that, was just like remains racist. Cross the street when white women are walking, walking around, like. Yeah, I made a joke on the show Maybe. before. <laughs> I made jokes on the show before, before about how uh, when I got my eyeglass test. Um, there's a part where there was a attractive white lady that was the like assistant and she had to come in that little last room with me. And I was like hoping that I could get a third person in there. Like I would like a witness right. to witness what the fuck she's doing. Cause I'm not going to do anything, but there's, this is a situation where her word will out Trump mine, no matter what happens. So if she were to say, uh, this dude, uh, touched my ass while I was looking at his eyes, my ass is going directly to jail. It's not even going to be a con- <laughs> like a conversation. You know, and it's just me from my perspective talking about my own uncomfortableness. It's not me going, but it's okay to grab her ass if you want to. It's a totally different discussion. Yeah, so correct. how I someone mean, can conflate the two is just beyond me unless you're purposely doing it for the click. And he's right. making connections that are not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like, which is the scary part. And, and I mean, I mean, now that the internet is, I think is more, Wide, <clears throat> more widespread and there's a lot of more there's a lot more people that understand how it works how click throughs work how clickbait works that's another thing people are learning now how clickbait works and there it's really disappointing to click on something and to read it and then you go okay this is about and then you hit a clip and you're like you've wasted my time mm-hmm. yeah they have you know with the Roger a lot and yeah. that's and like that bothers me more like than anything else you know you, you don't get your time back people right you don't you don't get your time back um, and that's Mm-hmm. And and I mean yeah you heard a great Hannibal Burst clip but like why cloud me up first right you know um, as, oh. he, by the way he also goes in on my name is Hannibal 
uh where he made the joke about the vikings uh he says how come people always say rape and pillage together um now he doesn't put the clip for this one so i mm. i do have the album yeah, though yeah, about to say. but i don't remember what number the track was um i remember that joke too yeah it's such a fucking good joke too maybe i can find it on youtube hold on let oh me yeah see mm. if i can find Probably can type the phrase yeah yeah rape and pillage and it's actually hilarious you gotta be careful when you type that in man you type that in you get some shit that you probably- <laughs> Uh-huh. You get the wrong type of rape and pillage. Yeah, man. You got, you got your Google safe, safe search on right now? You got yeah. that? Uh, let's see. Who is Ben Goldsmith? That's not. You're not Hannibal Burris. Who is this? Mm, go back. That's not Hannibal mm. Burris. Um, let's see here. This is a BuzzFeed uh, article. It says, Inside the Mind of Hannibal Burris, Comedy's Biggest Risk Taker. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. I had to go back. Um, nice. uh, man, I'm surprised this isn't on YouTube somewhere. I guarantee um, it is. Maybe, maybe uh, just not phrased right. Um, I don't know. Let's see, pillage, Hannibal verse. I just want to say, I would just want to say real quick that even the Hannibal Hannibal versus joke about Cosby was not really about rape either he he touched on it to make mm-hmm. the overall point that cosby was uh is a black man that's untouchable mm-hmm. and that was like the joke he's like yeah you want to you like you know how cosby is don't don't curse filth far and filth all this other stuff mm-hmm. yeah but he's like yeah but you but you know you want to okay it's nice that you want to see these things happen but don't talk down to me like i'm nothing like you rape women right you're a bad person you're a bad uh, person yeah I, like right. i couldn't wear my pants down and not be a bad person exactly but you're and a right person yeah hey, um, if the worst thing i'm doing is sagging my pants then i'm doing all right in life and he you know, said that, it he said it in philly which i have so much fucking respect for because yeah that's like the <laughs> one place i was like well you wouldn't do that joke and oh you would i apologize uh so anyway, I'll just read it in this case. Um, oh, so that other one wasn't it? Uh, it wasn't it, no. Okay. He says, I think initially they just want, he's talking about Vikings and how um, now everybody says rape and pillage, but instead, uh, he, he said back in the day, they probably just did rape. And he said, I think initially they just wanted to rape and rape. That's my thoughts. But they were like, guys, we got to think of something else. We already established the fact that, they, that we're raping. We got to think of something else just to give the phrase a little more flavor. And so mm-hmm. somebody was like, what do we say rape and pillage? And everybody's like, what's pillaging? He's like, I don't know. I thought we were focusing on the rape. So they <laughs> they continue raping and pillaging for some years. Then they had a meeting where they said, guys, we can't say rape and pillaging anymore. Rape looks bad in the newspapers. The media is killing us. We got to think of some, we got to think of something else to say. <laughs> Uh, for when we send out the press releases and they were like we could say pillaging and plundering and they were like what's plundering he was like i don't know i thought we were focusing on the rape so <laughs> you know, so this person basically you know tries to imply that that joke is also uh you know saying it's okay to rape people and it's not um uh so you know the guy goes of course the comedian was right to call out cosby although the stories about him have been publicly available for years he is laying low where accusers have stepped forward biding his time until the public forgets and then stepping back into the spotlight (laughs) under the assumption that everything is all right and that the public did seem to have forgotten until now it's also worth mentioning that burris's comments in no way negate the heinous crimes of which cosby has been accused even an imperfect messenger is capable of delivering news everyone needs to hear but burris should still acknowledge his own culpability in the larger rape culture that permeates almost all aspects of american society and that's nothing to laugh about 
Oh, this dude's just trying to get laid now. It feels like it. it. Uh, or maybe he just wants a hundred comments. You know what hey. I mean? Which he did get. True. You know, and looking at the comments, I mean, people, uh, well, that's disappointing. I thought Burrs acted out of integrity. Now I find that he was just jealous of Cosby. How'd you get that from that? Correct. <laughs> because you know, there's no reason to be jealous of Cosby, man. He got too much, too much clear, odorless, colorless, tasteless liquids to uh, to be yeah. jealous about, man. Someone nah. says, regarding the first joke, you could have just as easily said Bill Cosby foe Hannibal Burrs joked about the precariousness of being a black man accused of raping a white woman because that's part of the joke, too. Uh, that bit is not denigrating rape victims. It is a bit about the comedian's own felons and trying to hook up with a woman. I'm not sure that's what Hannibal did in calling out Bill. That what Hannibal did in calling out Bill Cosby was right, but I am sure there's something wrong in the way Burr's is being work is being portrayed here. I like that person. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he called so someone him, who got some sense lost in all the 999 <laughs> comments. <laughs> right. He called him out because Cosby rebuked him previously. Yes, Cosby seems to be a disgusting rapist, but Burris is still a pig from Alex Tribeca. I'd um, rather somebody be a pig than a rapist. Yeah, like, yeah. first of all, when do, when do we decide that you couldn't be a pig? Like, that's my <laughs> thing. Like, I, like, honestly, um, like i honestly wish some of the people wouldn't uh, um like i honestly wish people wouldn't apologize so readily when they feel like they were right like if you're a comedian you just make a joke and you feel like it's still a good joke but people didn't like it i wish they wouldn't apologize because like some of the times the comedian not being quote-unquote likable or being wrong is the joke and it's just it's funny because they're wrong and because we are like daniel tosh has made a living off of just being wrong like this is this what i'm saying is fucked up i'm aware of it the audience is aware of it but i'm going to make this joke anyway not everyone enjoys that kind of comedy but some of us do and i don't like to see my my man apologize if that's what he meant you know Um, that's what that's what i'm and the thing is it makes you think about other things outside of like oh this joke's wrong or like you know that's the whole point of comedy this joke is wrong or this joke is wrong and funny you walk away and you start thinking like huh that's what it's like to be a black man talking to white women at five in the morning right got gotcha you and, know what i mean and, it's, it's it's not as simple as as a stereotype makes it think that like if a black guy's out at five in the morning he's robbing people that's a stereotype that y'all think about right we gotta think about what you guys think of us and how we gotta sidestep some shit you make it into a joke you make it you make it so that people kind of can relate on either side and then when you walk away Everyone has an understanding of someone else's experience. It's not like he ended it's the, there. It's not like he ended the joke with the tag. So then I raped her. Right. Because then I could be like, okay, yeah, that's that's clearly you know fucked up or whatever he did. Make this, Spanish but, fly. Yeah, he he made the joke as no, I was scared to even fuck with this woman because of just the idea of rape hanging over both of us. It made everything Correct. awkward. I remember yep. on the show one time I was talking about how it was awkward coming from the parking lot to my apartment because my neighbor at the time was a white chick and she just seemed like so fucking scared of me and it made me uncomfortable because as well like i'm like you're she's uncomfortable i'm uncomfortable we're all uncomfortable with this and i was saying how i don't speak to her so it could just be she thinks i'm an asshole because i never like she could be in her head thinking that's the guy who never speaks to me right and i in my head i'm going that's the woman I never speak to because she looks like she'd be fucking mortified if I spoke to her. And, <laughs> and I just thought it was uh, funny. And then someone was on Twitter like, you see, this is the problem. Men just don't want to be uncomfortable for a second. 
I'm like, I, I'm saying I'm uncomfortable, but I'm allowed my thoughts. <laughs> you can't go into my head and say I can no longer think about how awkward this social setting is because I'm a man. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, right. you're uncomfortable right now. Right. Yeah. What, what the hell? What the hell? Why can't Why can't you state that you're uncomfortable? I do all the like. I'm a very dark skin man. Mm-hmm. All right. So the like the last the last show that that you had me on, like I was worried about you know if people can see me, mm-hmm. and I had all this light on. I had like white walls in my in, in my room, <laughs> and and that's I was like, man, they're just gonna see eyes and teeth, and <laughs> this is gonna be weird, right? And I, and I make this joke. I make this joke constantly on stage. You know, I talk about people using the flash on cameras, doing all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like stuff I got to worry about as a dark skinned guy. Mm-hmm. I did this joke, same joke. Woman got up in the middle of my set and was like, don't say that. You're, you're a proud African American man. Don't you dare. In the middle of my set, <laughs> in the middle of the show. Oh. Right. And I'm just like, wow. and I was, I was a young comic then, so I, I didn't know how to take it. I was like, uh, what? And she's like, you, 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 you are a proud man. You, you better, you, you need to. And I was like, uh, oh, oh okay. And kind of looked at everybody else who got quiet and looked at her. Was like, damn son, you just. I, like, I don't. What do you say to that? She said it so kind too. She wasn't like a heckler yeah. who was like, hey, don't you do it. She was like, don't, say, don't no, say my that. Brother, be proud of yourself. Love be, who you are. And was, and, right. It just now, in hindsight, I should have been like, well, first of all, you're wrong. I'm Jamaican, so you got half that wrong. Off the jump. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I, like that happens. People people do that to people's jokes. Thankfully, she didn't put it on Twitter because I would have been like, "Hey, uh, self hating black guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been, so, been so blown. Jezebel dot com. Big piece about you on time. Right? Yeah, the root dot com covers Romaine's set and shit. And, <laughs> yeah, keep- I would have been, been so sad. I, I would have been the poster poster boy for that. Like that the the black doll where it's like the white doll's better because Romaine says that he's so dark. I'm like, oh man. I don't. <laughs> yeah, they get up in the middle of the set and just ooh, child, things are gonna get. Easier, <laughs> but, um. So, but yeah, you know, a, a lot of people in the comments saw right through what the fuck was the problem. You know, you should be able to joke about anything. It's comedy. It's at it's actual rape that people have a problem with. Stop reaching. Right. You know, a lot right. of people really did see through it. But that's what. But because how easily everyone sees through it, that's what makes me feel like yeah. a dude, this guy was clearly on the I'm going to get clicks by siphoning off of the popularity of what's already happening not yep. the facts and banking on their ignorance banking on people um oh, yeah. confusion banking on all that right. and that's yeah. that hurts everybody especially the comic in the end it definitely hurts comedy in a whole you know mm-hmm. i don't i mean i'm watching like i'm I, so now i clicked on to see like what other shit he talks about watch pulp fiction down with a tasty beverage now all the problems in that goddamn movie. Right. And actual for, rape in this movie. Yeah, for a person that has no sense of humor, <laughs> how the fuck could they possibly recommend this movie to anybody? It violates every tenet of the humorless that you would have. The N-word is in there all kinds of places. Like Karen said, there's an actual rape. Right. Yep, in the, in the movie. Yep. Like how could you be okay with this and recommend it to everybody, but you don't understand that uh, Hannibal Murs has made rape jokes before. Like, this, this fucking disgusting, man. I hate these motherfuckers, man. Anyway, so, mm, mm, mm. that's just Article 1. <laughs> uh, alright. Um, apparently, um, <laughs> Bill Cosby is now accused of attacking Lou Ferrigno's wife. 
oh who is this dude that, that just seems like no. a death wish lou ferrigno is the dude who played the hulk oh oh this is before cgi you talking about like old yeah. school hulk yeah the, and i don't mean yeah. he played bruce banner Mm-mm. and turned into the hulk no no, no. He, he was the, the motherfucking hulk, hulk and all they did was paint him green correct paint him green and put like green dust in his hair right and, <laughs> put, and, and put a pair of rip shorts on his ass and let him bust through the fucking wall and uh because i used to watch that show and uh, yes bust through a uh, uh what is it a uh, paper wall yeah bricks falling everywhere and you know kick everybody's ass on the subway or you know but mil- it was everything yeah military facility wherever he happened to be that week uh well it wasn't a big budget everybody it wasn't it, it was yeah. it was awful it was an awful budget but it's I, yo it's endearing if you if you can if you can uh handle the 80s 70s 80s graphics right and, and set up and that and that ending theme oh nigga oh, man the whole theme song one of the all-time um just uh sad ass uh um, with that thumb yeah just, let me see if i can hit, hitchhiking damn just mm. let me see if i can find the hulk theme song man because right and um that he, he this motherfucker walking with a, a knapsack and his thumb out hitchhiking mm. <laughs> the saddest shit ever i'm like you need a friend dog <laughs> where's your, actually where is your dog dog <laughs> And then cars were passing. I was like, "Ain't nobody ever gonna pick this nigga up." That's gonna be Cosby in like six months, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he, gonna, he gonna be on stage still trying to do his jokes and shit. I said to Camille, <laughs> "Well, Camille's not here no more. Please. <laughs> Someone, please give me a standing ovation. At least give me a Jello pudding pop." <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, apparently. <laughs> Uh, y'all want to know how fucked up my household is? Um, well, I went to bed the other night. Karen was already asleep, and I pretended to be Bill Cosby. It was good. <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys miss out on the real show behind the scenes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yes, you do. You, <laughs> she, you. Was, she was asleep. I just slid up behind. Her. I was like. <laughs> I was like, it's me. <laughs> what's, what's going on with those titties? And she was, I, I, you know, she's like, I'm trying to sleep, but then she started laughing in her sleep because it was funny. Yes, because I heard him. <laughs> and then Roger had the nerves to get into bed the other night and have on some goddamn pants. <laughs> yeah. And I rubbed out because you know, I like to touch his butt at night. So I went to go squeeze his ass. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I was like, pants? I will not stand for motherfucking pants in the bed nigga take them bitches off <laughs> you need to do that cosby voice yeah. right. <laughs> you need to take off those pants <laughs> yes i will not stand for the pants yeah. you know how i feel about men in pants <laughs> when i you know take my hands and i like to grab the ass <laughs> and suck on jello pudding pops and then when she got mad and she turned because oh. i was waking her up so when she got mad when she turned over, I did the Zerver. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Zerver shit on a titty. Oh man, it was good. It was yeah, good. see, yeah, see, I missed the real show. This, 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 this oh, is the shit, shit we do with no oh, cameras is on. <laughs> anyway, oh, <shit>. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, and we do this shit to each other all the time. I totally forgot about that till we just started doing this article. <laughs> but, um, but everybody should do it, man. The other thing I did this morning, uh, this happens if you ever live with a woman or vice versa, where the person's mm. like, hey, man, uh, we're out of toilet tissue. Can you bring me some toilet tissue? Um, 
I was like, yeah, no problem. But what I did was I just brought her like four squares. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at her like, nigga, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. I was so, like, um, I was like, what? I was like, what is, I got an infant ass? Yeah, she, she said, what the hell is this? I was like, I'm just kidding. I'm just you kidding. like four pieces of paper? <laughs> am I just not learning how to wipe my ass? I don't understand this. That's, that's sometimes it's hard shit. Like, I just brought you four squares, uh, cause. You better make each one left. count. I, yeah, I should have had it to have been like good times anytime you need a payment that's um, <laughs> that's a, that's a good times level struggle running out of tissue <laughs> oh man it's getting itchy <laughs> oh man yes refrigerator is empty yeah. yes so uh carla ferrigno that's right. that's some knowledge you never had before never knew his wife's name Wife of the Hulk star is coming forward to say the comic legend tried to sexually assault her in 1967. Um, you know, the most surprising thing about this is the amount of attempted sexual assaults he has. He, like, he's not very good. Like, like I said, he has a baseball card, dude. He has, like, his, okay, <laughs> you know, his, his wins and losses and then, like, his percentages. He's got all that right now. Yeah, you know he might saying? be batting 300, dude. It's not, like... <laughs> He's not batting a thousand at all. A lot of these women are like, and then he ain't like tried to rope me. I was like, get up off me and left. You know? And um, he's out. Right. Hit the bench. Hit the bench. Sandusky, you up now. Go ahead. Like, Let me go put on my rape robe. <laughs> Finally, uh, former Playboy Bunny, that's what she was, she was picked up by a nice looking guy at the airport, uh, who asked her for a date and then introduced her to his friend Bill Cosby. Carla says uh, Cosby tried to ply her with drinks and forcibly kiss her at his home after his wife had left the room. She, she's going to end up looking horrible in this. I, I actually wonder if Camille's going to leave him now. Because you, no. you can get by with a lot no. of shit. You can get by with a lot of shit on a woman. But sometimes public embarrassment is the thing that that's the nail in the coffin. Like, there's a lot of people with a lot of garbage in their marriages. Mm-hmm. But your ass don't know about it. Right. So it's like, this is our business. We're, we're still a unified front. But I wonder <laughs> if she's, now that she's actually in the room as he's getting questions right. about rape. And people looking at her crazily now. Yeah, if people weren't questioning her at all before. Now you're right. going to get some people to start asking her questions. I wonder if she'll leave. I'm not saying nah, she will. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Bill's money. For First of all, that money's too long. Mm-hmm. That money is way too long. Like, I mean, I'm I'm more worried that he won't even get charges pressed on him yeah because to be honest I, he's gonna he's gonna like walk away from this I, honestly eight nine months it's gonna blow over yeah and, that's and he's gonna and he'll be back and that's mm-hmm. that sucks you know mm-hmm. what i mean but his money is that like people talk about oprah got money yeah bill cosby got money before oprah mm-hmm. like he got money when like the dollar was still worth a dollar money mm-hmm. you know what i mean right because you so, think she could get half of it though i don't even think Here's the thing. He dies, she gets all of it. All she got to do is stick it out. Mm, this dude, one sure. of his eyes already not working too right. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes, like, he's 70-something years old, and all this stress going to wear him out. Yeah, yeah she's straight George Bush in this whole thing. Just stay the course. Yeah, yeah gonna, he, It's going to happen, and yep. she's going to walk out with all that money, and she was like, look. And, and she's and she not going to even say sorry to nobody either. So we're yeah. all assuming, just for the record, I just want to put it out there. We are all assuming she knows then, and she's all. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, okay. I think she's known for a very long time. Hell, she, might, she might have been the bottom bottom yeah. bitch to pick up shit all the time. Just like, oh, yeah. okay, it's gonna be this kind of Tuesday. I got you. Mm. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she woke up every once in a while in the living room like, oh, well, I guess that happened. <laughs> time, to, time to do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah that's It sounds true. like it was his thing, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't sound like it. Because there's, there's a thing, man, where, like, um, I could, like, I think this sounds like his fetish or whatever he was into. Like, he, because people are like, well, he was sleeping with women because the women were trying to get ahead in their careers. But you can do that without drugging them. You yeah, can just I, like you 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 Cosby nigga, come on, right? Yeah, he <laughs> I, you don't need to do that unless you wants to do that, unless you exactly. need it a different way. So right. that you know, I don't even accept the whole like this. Is what they want, like if they mm. wanted it, they would have just fucked them. It's not that right. It's not that difficult. This this is actually less. It is less difficult to just fuck Bill Cosby than to go to his house pretending you didn't want to get drugged and get drugged and then let him rape you and hope that everything turns out okay correct do you do do you think his wife sat down and like looked at his money and then thought about statistics she was like you know what women outlive their husbands <laughs> he's 77 right i'm I'm gonna outlive him i had 10 years of balling and yeah. that's that's if they the same age. She might be younger than him. Who knows? Correct. She might, you know, he might have married him like a thirty something year old when he was fifty or something. I don't know, or you know, but uh, they have been together forever, so I, I just assume they're about the same age. Right. But I, yeah. I think she's like maybe four years younger or something like that. Mm. I could. I'm not sure. Yeah. But man. but like the thing is like Cosby's money is long. Like he's, it's not even that it's a black thing. It's a money thing. Like there's people out there right now that like can go to an island. Mm-hmm. And, and and or or can go to Thailand and 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 they're into being choked by a bunch of lady boys. And I don't say lady boys out of disrespect. That's what they call themselves. So like, there's a thing. You like you need you gotta have money for that. That's that's a money trip where you're going over there to like yeah do. I'm, I'm not gonna call deviant shit. Everyone's into some stuff. Right. Um. There is some deviant stuff like Cosby is, is de- deviant. Right. But you know, that's what money can do for you. Money can get you over there and be like. You know, you're in Thailand, you, you know, you eat some tiger meat because you can, you know, even though it's illegal, you get right. some monkey and then you get like a lady boy and, and like some 15 year old massage. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's money. That's, that's, that's something on our level we'll never even know or right. see or even think about. We're normal people. That's bizarro world over there. Yeah. People get drugged in bizarro world like crazy. Yeah, you know, and it and it's an oh, what is this? Yeah, it, it was a cool weekend. What happened? Don't know. But it was balling. That's it. That's that was, that's it. As long as you have the money, as much money's way too fucking long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's a certain level of money where the money is above the law, where you're just like, I get to do what the fuck I want to do. And I mean, to be quite honest, this dude covered shit up for thirty years. That's a lot of money. Yes, that is. You know, this many people. This is a lot of fucking money. To get this many people, or and especially all the media outlets to uh, ignore this many people, like uh, don't look into this shit. Yeah, and these are just the ones that actually were willing to say something. Imagine how many women just n- never said nothing and never will say anything. Yeah, she said. Uh, Carla Ferrigno said she was still in her teens uh, when, oh. he, when he uh, tried to attack her um, after his wife left the room. Um, uh, she said, what happened is I was in Kentucky on vacation to see my family. I got back to LAX airport and this man, maybe in his thirties, he came over to me, said he'd love to have my phone number, take me to dinner sometime. This is in 1967. Carla was a playboy bunny in Los Angeles working at the playboy club. I was used mm-hmm. to that. So I said, okay. 
he called me about a week later we went to dinner we had a very nice time that very, very nice man and then he said to me at the dinner my close friend bill cosby and i was wondering if you might want to go to his house i said sure so i went over there with him his wife was there and he was there camille i can't remember anyone's name anymore but i remember hers i will never forget her we were there for not even 10 minutes there and bill suggested we go to the movies he talked to me a lot at the movies i was uncomfortable with that because his wife was there but he was funny and he was fun so i was suggested we go back to his house and play some pool and i love that idea <clears throat> i was the pool bunny at the playboy club i was very good at pool i grew up with my mom in a bar and she that she owns so i was playing pool at seven i was pretty good she and her date bill started to play pool in the middle of the game she looks up and asks where's uh oh she and her date and bill okay <clears throat> she asked where camille was he said she's probably going to bed Kazi told her things are starting to feel odd now from the south and you always get say good night to your guests so i asked why didn't she say good night he said she was probably tired so i kept watching them play and then bill won so bill and i played and pretty soon pretty soon <laughs> i wow. noticed yeah he had a whole setup man wow he like why did she say good night she knows why she didn't say good night yeah, come on <laughs> come she on know, she knows what's happening she gonna pretend this didn't happen tonight man <clears throat> man i wouldn't be surprised if they got like a whole ring going on like, like this blows up a whole inside actor circle thing of just spanish fly and and yeah. and, and knocked out women and may and maybe some men you know hey, who, you know who could get people to believe it whoever this bill dude is uh this other this date this other dude yeah mm -hmm. if this other date dude comes out and goes hey man um this is the inside system i know because i'm the one who used to set it up um because you know people yeah. would believe him because he's a dude yep yeah yep. and you know what they're gonna find this dude and, and he's gonna be like hey so uh we noticed you you live here <laughs> yeah. You don't got no, you got no income. This a nice <laughs> ass house, brother. Damn, this a nice house. What That's you do a for nice a living house? again? Look at that car. Yeah, what you it's, do for a living? Uh, work at Seven Eleven. I'm in a uh, media consulting. Is that a Jello mural? Yeah. On <laughs> <laughs> the side of the house. A lot of Man. Jello in this refrigerator. God damn, whole Jello full of. Did you even know they got pumpkin spice Jello? Did yeah. I didn't even know this shit. He got, he got jello flavors that are like just numbers and letters. The experimental flavors just in the back of his yeah. fridge. This is like yeah. a lifetime supply. He a stockholder. He a stockholder in jello and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she said, um, uh, she asked where the guy went. He said, he told me probably to the bathroom. Things really seemed out of now. We kept playing. He beat me. And just as I was ready to put the pool cue down, he came forward at me. I thought he was reaching for the pool cue, but he came at me and grabbed me in such a powerful way, grabbing me. He was much bigger than me, much bigger, and he pulled me so hard and so rough. I've never been treated so roughly. And he pulled me so hard to him so hard, and then he kissed me so hard right in my mouth. <clears throat> no one has ever been that physically violent with me. I was stunned. I was frozen. I took all my body strength and I used both arms to stop him and push him away from me. He was so forceful. I said, what are you doing? He just looked at me. He said, what's your problem? I didn't know what to say. I said, I said, I've never been kissed by a black man before. <laughs> she know how to respond. She was like, look. She went to the racism on him. Oh, man. She's like, look, ain't no black man ever kissed me. What's happening here? Oh, I ain't know it's going to be like this. Shock that woman. Oh, she think this how all black dudes kiss. Right. She was like, you have ruined the experience for me, sir. Those fast twitch muscles, man. You know how we do. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. She they went, qu they I, quick I, and I strong. Know, that is, look. Jeez. Bill Bill's fucked up in all this, but that is something, so, something about that line. That's so <laughs> fucked up. 
She went right to racism. I mean, it was 1967. I understand, but she went right to racism. <laughs> like she, she couldn't have been. I've never been kissed by a man from Philadelphia. She, um, hey, yo, that's, <laughs> them big black lips just all <laughs> up in my face. I right. wasn't expecting this. Right. It must be from generations of breeding to get that strong. Uh, and I said, what are you doing? Uh, oh yeah. So, uh, he, and he said, how was it? And I said, just the same. So she, she got, she got her racism back like immediately. Like, oh no, it was the same. It's equal and separate to everything. I mean, it's but like, but like, that's kind of, that's the kind of question. And think, if you really, really think about it, think about the times you've been in a situation where someone brought up something racist mm-hmm. and it was a, it, like, it was it was a normal situation, and so we just like, why would you? What the fuck would you say that? And now you come in a little harder. You're like, no, I'm I'm gonna have to come at this now different. Right. Imagine now doing this, like like, I guess that's why they teach self defense classes because you can't say a rage <laughs> joint off the top and get this dude more pissed off. Right. You, you already half drugged, and that's the first thing. By the way, Damn. I'm, I By the way, that that, dude face. <laughs> that that sentence is what makes me believe her. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause she so. that's the shit I take out of my story. Like like, <laughs> like if Bill Cosby tried to fucking attempt to kiss me, I and it'd be like, so then what'd you say? I, I said uh, all kiss <laughs> all kisses are equal to me. That's what I said. And then uh I remember I had I'd said uh I don't have any problems with Martin Luther King or the civil rights <laughs> movement. I don't know where that came out of, but I just wanted him to know. You I know. got black friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I said, uh, you know, I voted for Barack Obama, but wasn't this 1967? You know, um, <laughs> he glared at me and then his very mean tone said, obviously it isn't or you wouldn't have made that comment. I like how you switched to like, Oh, damn. Bitch, <laughs> you racist? This, this is not even, this is nowhere near a fake. This is not an allegation. Cause his reaction is so black. <laughs> it didn't even need the, the drugs or the force rolls just to be like what do you mean what do you mean yeah like, I, I was going like some, I, I ain't no ordinary nigga are you serious no right my face of that shit you like i've been so mad if 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 i was kissing a white woman and she said that shit i would have been like we, we're, we're done now that we're actually done. that actually in the moment trumped his his it trumped his want to rape her <laughs> right it made the rape urge go away yeah he was like what the fuck I, now look i was gonna rape you but i didn't know you was racist fuck that <laughs> how, how dare you yeah suddenly i'd like to leave your island yes i i, I <laughs> rape him but if i know you're racist you know that's yeah. that's why i draw my line as a rapist she says i yeah. just ran i just took off down the hallway i saw my friend show up in the hallway i knew right then that he knew and he knew why he was bringing me here she told him she wanted to go home. They didn't talk about what happened. He took her home and she never saw that man again. Since then, when I thought about it and looked back and thinking after that push, when I pushed him away and he was staring at me, he was evaluating me. He tried to give me drinks. She said no. And then he asked if she wanted any other kind of drink and she refused. I wasn't one of the vulnerable ones. I wasn't the, one of the ones he was going to get. Carla says she never told her husband about what happened. I didn't tell even him uh, eight years ago when that woman came out, uh, Andrea Constant. Because uh, Lou would have broke that nigga. What? Dude. Lou was a big dude. Th- remember when Lou Ferrigno was in the Hulk movie just like a few years ago, the Ed Norton joint? Just joined? a cameo. He was, he was still a monster. I was like, look at this big ass, like fucking uh, HGH ass nigga, man. And, and, and the thing about it, uh, she didn't take a drink. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was just one of those things where 
she wasn't drugged so it wasn't so she literally fought back which was a problem from the get-go for him and (laughs) then she could remember the incident and all that stuff and like she's like uh, romaine said this dude purposely bought her there for this reason yeah it's a setup Right. And, and, and like, <laughs> like he wasn't mad at the, at the, at the forcefulness. Believe me, he was into that shit. He was mad at the racism for real. <laughs> like that mm-hmm. shit. Ah, that's, oh my God. Yeah. This, I believe some, this story so much because of the racial part. It's oh, funny yeah. because not that I didn't believe it before. I, I, I'm actually at the point where anybody that accused him, I'm just like, you probably, yeah. you probably right. Yeah. I'm believing all the women. Yeah. Like, like some, somebody just gonna have to like, Say like he raped me on the moon before I'm like okay now this motherfucker is lying but not you know what his money long enough to for that to fucking happen right and it might be true (laughs) that like I you're right I needed to be like he raped me in the fifth dimension in Interstellar I'll be like okay then I might question that I might question he might got Interstellar money though can he communicate with gravity right. Oh no! Um, so yeah, he got Phineas and Ferb got, got making that space them. rape money, man. Yeah, right? He might got it. Yeah. Uh, Carl, he, got, he got Stewie making his shit for him. Uh, a few years. Zero gravity, zero consent. That's all it's all about, man. <laughs> zero and zero. There are no laws in space. <laughs> no one can hear you scream in space. You know, there's no air out here. Yeah. <laughs> a few years before that, I was at a celebrity event with Lou. We were at tables. He, Cosby, was at another table, and Lou said he was going over there to talk and say hi. She told him she wasn't going over to say hello to that man. When I was reminded, when I was reminded, when he went, when we went to that event, I didn't even tell Lou about it then. And the last couple of days, I'm hearing it on every radio station, TV. I tell my husband that I have to come forward. Oh, I know he. Oh man, Lou. Mm. Oh, I know Lou gonna fuck him up. Lou would have some tables. What? I mean, hey, that would have been a great article I'd like to read now in the 2000s. But like back in 1960, something. Lou freaking with just right. his ass. Just and there like no explanation. Right, yeah, like, cause yeah. you know the story when the cat, it would have just came out, he whooped that ass. It would be like a rumor. Like when, uh, who was it that, that was it Teddy Pendergrass that everybody, <laughs> like it'd be like the Teddy P rumor where it's just like, you know about it, but it's never been written about. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like, yo man, Lou Ferrigno whooped Bill Cosby ass. Oh nigga, Lou Ferrigno ain't whooped no Bill Cosby. Why would he even do it? That don't even make and then, sense. And then this comes out. Right. And then you're like, oh man, he must, he really must have whooped his ass. That must have just been swept under the table. Yeah. You could have, like, you could, I'm not saying that you can buy the news. Right. But news at the time, you didn't get news in Seattle unless you, like, looked for it. Right. Because you, there wasn't any cable. Mm-hmm. And you had to get word from somebody you knew in, like, Seattle that shit was going down in North Carolina or things were going down in New York. You know, you had to get that. Only certain news, federal, federal stuff got worldwide attention but you didn't get the local you didn't get like yeah, yeah. you couldn't you can get it so i mean if he got his ass whooped or even drugging women you know maybe there's certain mm-hmm. articles that didn't come out in new york that was all over cali and that and this is where this is where it's all coming together everyone's starting to compile all his i don't i, I don't yeah. want to say achievements <laughs> But I don't know why. That, what, that, that's the uh, word that just popped in my head. And yeah. I was like, that is the wrong word. Right. <laughs> that is yeah. not what I mean. That is I'm, not I'm, the word. I feel like because I'm realizing how many of these articles is, Karen, we're just going to have to make this a segment for a while. Okay. <laughs> a it's new segment. Gonna, yeah. We, just, we can just call it the Cosby Show or something. Okay. Um, we're going to have to have some theme music before we cover the articles. I'm going, I'm thinking about, you know, maybe going with, uh, let me see if I can find some. I, 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 I like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's actually perfect. Uh, no, nah, I had I had the music because we use it. Um, we use it on um, Vols Deep. Hold on, let me see if I can. Find it. There we go. Yeah. That All sounds right. like the effects that uh someone will make under the influence. Yeah. If they, <laughs> if they drank some drank some HGH type shit, like yeah. <laughs> like yeah, she's and she's ready. Right. <laughs> she's making them sounds. Um, she says uh, Lou told Carlo Carla that he didn't want her to come forward. Um. You know, she said, I never wanted anything from him. I was smart to get away. That was smart. She said, but I do what I do. He, uh, Lou went to Reno to work and I'm here. Lou said, I don't think you should do it. It's not good. It's not, it's, it's, you know, not safe. I said, I don't give a fuck. This was inside of me my whole life and I didn't like it. And every time I hear his name, I cringe. I knew he was a creep and nobody else knew he was a creep. So I kept it to myself. It's that simple. So who cares? Why not tell the truth? I didn't tell even Lou eight years ago when that woman came out. I didn't think my husband needed to know he's a jealous Italian. She got, mm. some, she got some race issues and he adores <laughs> me and he always has and he's not going to stop now. I have no reason to do this except my own reason. Bill said he won't talk about it. I want to address every woman in America to come forward. So this sort of thing doesn't happen again. Any woman who was hurt by this man needs to stand up and speak out against the insanity with the lawyers and the abuse. No more, no more. And I was a girl ever since I was a young girl starting at the age of five. It was okay. Men were trying to touch me or molest me. I didn't expect all this. I told my husband, all I want to do is tell somebody. He said, why? I said, I want everyone who has been touched by this man to come forward. I'm coming forward. I want to be one of those women. One more nail in the coffin. One more nail so he never does this again to anybody. And I'm going for it. I have nothing to gain by it. And guess what? I have nothing to lose from it either. So why the hell? Why not tell the truth? Uh, So that was her, her, her answers. Well, power to it too, man. Yeah, I mean, one of the things people are tripping on is like this idea that one, women will be coming forward like, oh, they're just bad that they didn't get whatever it is in their career. Uh, mm-hmm. These women have lived their life, lives now. Yeah, yeah. These like, women are yeah. grown. You know, this like I like not that it should you should necessarily be suspect for telling somebody you got sexually assaulted, but if it, to me it would be more like if someone said I didn't get this opportunity a year ago. But mm. thirty years ago, you moved on. Like you fucking, you you did. Yeah, she she has a life. She's established. Yeah, you got she, your kids. Yeah, you you've been married probably. You got kids. You had a career in something, whatever it was. Like <clears throat> the the one time Bill Cosby didn't give you a job is not going to be the thing that makes this come out. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now he does have some defenders in the media. A uh, lot of them. My girl Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. Um, you know who. That's because he's not trying to fuck you, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi ain't got to worry about this. But uh, she said she had a lot of questions for the alleged victim, Barbara Bowman. And maybe she'll come on to The View. Not victims. Yeah. This one. This is just, this is when it was first starting. I think okay. that she did this. Like, let's see, November 17th. So in Bill Cosby Gate years, that's like 10 years ago. <laughs> that's, you know, that's probably like eight other victims ago and shit. Uh, but let me see if uh, let's see if I can play this clip of her. That was good. This is not as great. Multiple past rape allegations so. against Bill Cosby have resurfaced once again, and here's how he handled it when he was asked about him in a radio interview this weekend. Listen up. There have been uh, serious allegations raised about you in recent days. 
You're shaking your head no. Uh, I'm in the news business. I have to ask the question. Do you, do you have any response to those charges? Shaking your head no. Yeah, uh, his lawyer did respond, though, if I could just read it real quick. His uh, lawyer said over the past several weeks, a decade-old discredited allegations against Mr. Cosby have resurfaced. The fact that they're being repeated doesn't make them true. Mr. Cosby does not intend to dignify these allegations with, that, with any comment. He'd like to thank all of his fans for the outpouring of support and assure them that age 77, he's doing his best work. There will be no further statement from Mr. Cosby or any of his representatives. Yeah, yeah this started with a comedian, Hannibal Burris, who's a really funny guy, doing a local guy. set in uh, Philly and he did a bit for about a month mm -hmm. about that you know there were teen women who apparently made this allegation different women about Bill Cosby mm -hmm. and he told a whole bit in it about his act mm -hmm. like you know mm -hmm. and uh, Howard Stern had him on and mm -hmm. said and he's like I've been doing it for months and all of a sudden it started blowing mm -hmm. up and the woman who uh, started the uh, she raised the allegations she said she was 17 at the time mm -hmm living in an apartment that was paid for by Bill Cosby and her manager. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said that no one listened to her or the story would never get any national attention until this comedian brought it up. Mm. You know what's crazy for me, though? It's whether the allegations are true or not. It's the fact the venom that the public has when they go on social media. It's as if you are guilty until proven innocent and you know if these are true I, I hope these women have their day in court and I hope that he gets the punishment necessary but if it's not true a lot of people are rushed to judgment and and so I just I just think that we should allow the process of law to yeah. follow it's a tragedy it or was. a tragedy right either, follow, he, either right? he raped it's, women isn't it it was a settled they had a settlement so it, it already they already had a settlement so the, and the statute of limitations is over yeah so it's not as if he could be tried for this by the way i'm kind of mad that only uh one person actually knows what the fuck is happening like no one else read the articles no no no, no they haven't no a lot of times they would on a lot of these shows like this and some of the other ones they talk about shit but they really a lot of times don't do their research and yeah. find out about what really happened they're, they're speculating but there's actual answers to these questions yes yeah you, you could have looked it up you knew you were going to talk about it or told Hell, somebody the, the black to, community knows that's i mean it's one yeah. of was one of those things where um that's our thing you mean mm -hmm. like because the black community, I guess, we we've pushed Bill Cosby to the standard, and and that's because he's made himself such a a really good brand. Right. All right. As a Cosby, as a brand, is a great brand, not not a person, but as a brand. Correct. We we black people have been behind it for so long that for this to happen is 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 going to be a big mess. So we're treating it like how you know Roman Polanski has been treated and and mm -hmm. and Sandusky and. And Woody Allen. Right. Right? White people got them. We got R. Kelly. We got Chris Stokes. We got Bill Cosby. So, I mean, mm -hmm. does it make it right? No. But we have ours, and black, white people are just like, oh, my God, did Cosby? Because that's their view of right. the good one. Yeah, you know? this, is their, this is their first inter encounter with a scandal of a black person. They really uh, – well, since yeah, OJ. Really since OJ. That, yeah. that, that white culture has truly accepted as as like a a, a pillar of the community and beyond the comparison right. to even other black people. And they feel betrayed. Like, why do y'all feel betrayed? You know how we feel? Right. Like, like I mean, you guys still got Woody Allen running around 
adopting new kids. Right. We know what's going on. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is to- this is for us. But uh, all right, let me finish the clip. Any of the other women as well? No. The well, third. No. The, no one. No one has met these other women as of yet. And and quite honestly, you know, look, I'm I'm sorry. Having been on both sides of this, where people allege that you do something, it doesn't matter now. This is out of the cat's out of the bag. People have it in their head, and I have a lot of questions for the lady. Maybe she'll come on. She talked you know? this morning. She answered questions on GMA, and we have a clip of it because I think a lot of people have questions. Yes. Do we have that? What did she say? I had one glass of wine, and the next thing I knew, I was coming to slumped over the toilet when I went into the lawyer's office he laughed at me he treated me delusional who's gonna believe that Bill Cosby Dr. Huxtable wow. perhaps the police might have believed it she went or, the the ho- or the hospital where you go don't don't you do a kit when you say someone is raped you don't they don't the police a rape kit is what it's called isn't that the next step once you make an allegation don't the cops take you into the into the hospital for it yes they definitely right. do that um you know sadly i've had friends and had to go to the hospital while they've been mm-hmm. given the rape kit. It's mm-hmm. a very traumatic thing for any yeah. woman and uh yeah it's when she made the allegations when she was 17 right then that's when 13 other women said by the way this right. happened to me right. this happened to me right right and then there was a settlement so that's the thing that's curious until well, that's, no no I, I can speak to settlements Settlements don't necessarily mean you're guilty. No, I'm not saying it does. No, you, you generally settle because you just don't want to have to put your family through it again. You don't want to have to keep going through it again and again. And, you know, I, I hope that there is justice for this lady. I hope somebody gets to the bottom of this. But I am, I'm going to reserve my judgment because I, I have a lot of questions, as I said. It's crazy, but I have a lot of questions because I know we all have friends who have gone through this. Yes, it's we very all, awkward. It's hard. Isn't it awkward? It is well, awkward. It's more than awkward. It's a tragedy. Either 13 women were raped by someone too powerful to face the full weight of the criminal justice mm-hmm. system or an innocent man is being falsely accused. This is either a tragedy yeah. or a tragedy. So... I sort of hate being part of the conversation about these stories. It makes me that sweat. My point. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't know what the point. truth is, but yeah. either, you know, more than a dozen women were raped by a very powerful, famous man with I the means the to, to brush this under the rug, right. or yeah. they're lying about a man whose life's being destroyed. So either way, this is devastating. Right. And when you are a famous person mm-hmm. and you are friends with a famous person who gets accused, awkward position to be in, especially if you're on a show talking about current events. I remember when Paula Poundstone was accused. All right, yeah, I don't care about how y'all feel. Yeah, maybe we can, yeah. Um, you know what's funny to me, though, is um, 13 is a <laughs> lot. And that was that was just a few days ago, so now it's, uh, I think, about at 20. But here's what's crazy to me is um, if 13 people accuse somebody of the same shit, how often are we still reserving judgment and why doesn't that happen more often like if this is just a thing that hey you're famous you're a target and this is gonna happen like why the fuck aren't there like 17 dudes accused of 13 rapes like why is there only like him and darren sharper if this is uh, such Hmm. a common thing and all dudes are raping women if it yeah if if it seems like such an easy thing to set up with 12 other people that you don't uh, seem to even have any ties with like there's like there's no record of these women like hanging out together, being friends, like a place where they could come up with this devious plot to all like exactly, yeah. 
Like, and, and like they were all young too. They're all young. Some of them seventeen. They were all they were all seventeen at the same time. Right. Yeah. You know I mean? Like these are these are young women. Over young over, women, young over girls. decades. And 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 I think the biggest problem that I have with this whole conversation that they're having, they're acting like when victims of rape get raped, that they're thinking logically. They act like the the seventeen year old, eighteen year old, even shit, even a twenty one, twenty two year old would know the exact steps to do. And it's just one of those things where people are making their own assumptions about what these women should and shouldn't do. And exactly. it's also the problem that I have too. I want to ask, you know, which these women would never answer. Right. But you say you have friends. Where's your empathy and sympathy and compassion for all these women? It's like right. you're you're you're, mm-hmm. you're talking. You're not talking about these women like they're human beings. You're talking about like they're fucking statistics. Well, they also said they're friends with Bill Cosby. Right. Which so also the, makes it. So they so they can't. They they don't feel comfortable saying. Not to mention, I mean, the cat, the 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 uh, elephant in the room. Bill Cosby has fought tooth and nail to keep people from talking about this for years. Correct. This is the first time some of these people have talked about it, but all these people know about it. All these people, all these, like, no woman in Hollywood, I guarantee, no woman with careers and story to these women on this team, on that panel, don't know about the rumors, innuendos, and scandal. And so they just have chosen not to talk about this. Their first time openly talking about it for year in years and like i said they they consider themselves friends of bill cosby they're not going to ever really fully be able to conceptualize or express that they really feel that that dude's guilty they're gonna always have to kind of hedge even though this show has no problem you know hedging shit the <laughs> other way with other topics yeah. you know right and, and 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 i think uh also something else which mm-hmm. Because it sounds like he, this is a, a, a serial rapist we're talking about here. Somebody who's, mm. who's done this to a lot of women. It wouldn't surprise me is if some, a lot more famous women, this has happened to them at some period, period of time and they mm. will not come out and never will come out. Well, you know what? It's the catch 22, right? Because a lot of people, mm. if you come out, it's the, well, you're upset about where your career is and that's why you came out. If you, or, or if you keep it to yourself, why did you keep this to yourself? You should have told us right away. Yeah, right. It's like, you know, people want. And that's not realistic. That's it's not, not realistic. Oh, when it comes yeah. to that, like, that issue, like, like, just like Karen said, when, when that happens to someone, they're not in their right mind right. because something traumatic just happened. Correct. So you can't sit there on a panel later on clearly thinking, oh, if I was raped, this is what I'd do. Like, right. you haven't raped though, cause, so you don't know. Right. Like you don't know that, you don't know that you're like, that you're broken up and why would that, why would I, why would you tell someone? Who'd you tell? Like all those things going through your head at the same time while dealing with that, that this just happened to you. Correct. Come on. Come um, on. And then, I mean, you know, and also the other thing is if you're being questioning and dismissive of people for coming out 30 years later, what the fuck you think you would have done if it would have happened a year ago? If it would have happened in, what do you think people would have said to these women in 1968 compared to 2014 where we actually have more of a understanding of what women go through and more like we actually have more now than we probably have before mm-hmm. and and it's still when you people, see people when people get accused of rape you still dismissed. see people like go in on the victims like you know james winston's accuser has had her name put out in the public press several mm-hmm. times by his lawyer now let's say that she's falsely accusing him it's still not tasteful to put her fucking name out there like mm-hmm. Even like if I wanted to get some sympathy for my client who's been falsely accused of rape, what I'm not gonna do is go on social media and be like, "Look, here's this woman's name. 
just in case y'all need it it makes my dude look bad right like it's still like we're still dealing with issues of sensitivity in 2014 1967 nobody gave a fuck as romaine said when a dollar was a dollar yeah man man you know they would have been like oh no these bitches are lying they trying to bring down bill cosby one of the good ones uh matter of fact let's 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 do destroy her career let's do make sure she never works again because we don't need women like this around us it's, it's me uh, com- uh comedy was definitely even more of a boys club back then just yes. just the fucking office was more of the boys club back then there's a reason people watch mad men and go god damn look at how they treat these women because it was real you know what i mean so like i guarantee you there was a lot more incentive to not come out and say mm-hmm. anything then so now you have people saying stuff now because you know for the well put it this way they've actually been saying things for a while now you have people listening because society is ready to hear the shit they society used to not be ready to hear this stuff Mm -hmm. you know society i mean we're getting there slowly slowly yeah slowly yeah because slowly because you know what for the first time ever instead of a woman being looked as a couch we're actually being looked you know now we are television or maybe right. xbox one we're still property <laughs> but sh- at least we are more expensive piece of fucking property <laughs> that you get you care a little bit about if we goddamn get damaged you don't care if a leg on a five dollar chair got broke who cares you can replace that bitch but if your hd tv get a ball thrown through it you're gonna be like oh shit what the fuck happened and why is it damaged that that is fucking brilliant man that is brilliant. now um, you care a little bit more yeah that's a good damn that's a good that's good karen you're the best mm. uh this is why you do the show man <laughs> um uh no, there's another accuser um uh <laughs> this lady's name is michelle hurt she's a terrific actress who appears on a series uh as a series regular on law and order svu 90210 and gossip girl among other shows so she's had a career she's been successful yeah these women have been successful outside of what's been happening to them thankfully right. correct right so so, so you know. it proves it proves the, that there's there's no reason that they wanted his money they were making their own right without him these women are all xbox ones as karen would say <laughs> these, these are not these are they're not cheap yeah these ain't your, your coleco vision ladies okay <laughs> Uh, so she posted this on Facebook last night. Look, I wasn't going to say anything, but I can't believe some of the things I've been reading. So here is my personal experience. By the way, I can already tell from the tone. This is from her reading a bunch of ignorant shit. Like she started her status on Facebook on 10. Like look is in capital letters because she is sick of the bullshit. <laughs> right. I'm oh. sick of seeing this bullshit float down the timeline. We have all been there like where you just like god damn it listen everyone on facebook Mm. so she says i did my stand-in work for the cosby show back in the day and yes bill cosby was very inappropriate with me it started innocently lunch in his dressing room daily then on to weird acting exercises where he would move his hands up and down my body can't believe i fell for that i was instructed to never tell anyone what we did together he said other actors would become jealous and then fortunately I dodged the ultimate bullet with him when he asked me to come to his house, take a shower so we could blow dry my hair and see what it looked like straightened. At that point, my own red flags went off and I told him, no, I'll just come to work tomorrow with my hair straightened. I then started to take notice and found another actress, a stand-in as well, and we started talking a lot. 
turns out he was doing the same thing to her almost by the numbers but she did go to his house and because i will not name her it is her story to tell all i will say is she awoke after being drugged vomited and then cosby told her there's a cab waiting for you outside i have absolutely no reason to lie or make this up anyone who knows me knows that now you have my first-hand account of my experience with mr cosby off you go damn so yeah, she's doing well. So I'm glad. I'm glad these people are like coming forward because they, even even for things that aren't as uh, as important as saying that you got raped or or someone tried to be inappropriate to you, like like if we were in a circle of friends and we know a dude that now don't let's say he doesn't even rape anyone. Let's yeah. say he does something simple like like he don't he don't wash his hands enough for us. Right. Right. And we've all kind of watched him do it, but we haven't said anything yet. Someone's got to start it off to go, hey, man, I don't like, yo, this dude's hands are always dirty. He's like, yo, I know, right? Have you seen him? Right. And, it's, and it starts off and it goes up. And that's just something simple. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this nigga's dirty. I'm not, well, I should, I'm not, I'm not shaking his hand no more. He ain't coming to my house. Like, and, and this is over some simple shit. And we, we argue mm-hmm. the rape. Right. Like, Why? it doesn't, like, it doesn't take a lot of courage to come forward. Mm-hmm you know what i mean like like yeah. like, it takes a lot like people want to act like there, like there's like like there's all this um positive stuff that happens to people who come out and say i'm a victim of rape like all of a right. sudden like like we all go oh man president obama would have never been president if he hadn't been raped he's so lucky man right thank ah. god thank god kim kardashian got raped man right. she i you know i wasn't gonna watch the show but uh exactly. once i heard about the rape I wanted to tune in. That's not how the shit goes right, in America. That's like rape is a pleasant experience for anybody that's raped. Yeah, you can be totally in the in the right. Like um, the girl, the lady. Oh fuck, was her name? Um, she was she was on sixty minutes for a while, but Laura something. But she got uh sexually assaulted doing a live report in like Egypt or something. Man, they could not get her off the air fast enough. Like, and it's not because she was wrong. We don't want to think about rape. Correct. People do not want to look at that screen and be like, "There's a woman that we know has been sexually assaulted delivering my news." Like, <laughs> yeah, people, like people are that fucked up about the topic. So, so to think someone's just like waiting to come out so they can like come up off of rape. Like, I, I'm not no, saying yeah. it. I'm no not saying it get, never get, happens. Get money. That's, that doesn't happen. Yeah, I, yeah. I won't say it uh, never happens. So don't write the yeah. fucking show talking about. Well, what about someone? I'm not gonna say it never happens, but the odds of it happening are so fucking low that I think people need to stop running that out there, right. get providing cover for people. Um, right. And, and, and also mm. it's a lot of shame that goes with rape. And for some reason, people look at you like you're a goddamn, uh, freak by going, Oh, you got raped. Well, but, people think it's your fault. Right. People think it's, you know, uh, they might not want to come out and just say it out loud like that, but many, many times people go, yeah, it's, it's your fault. You got raped. And, yeah. Uh, and, and, and I, to see someone who's mm-hmm. been raped, like, um, get triggered and see it in their eyes and their face is terrifying to watch. Correct. To, to, to know that you're seeing this because someone else did something. Right. And it could be three, four, five, ten years ago and you're watching this happen in front of your face and you're just like, this is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Right. How they, they, you, you're watching the darkest part of humanity mm-hmm. right now. And, and, we're all, and, and we're divided on it. 
Right. Yeah. It, but but let's debate it. Let's go debate it online, yeah. like it right. didn't really happen. You know. Let's. Right. Cool. It's just it's just a thing that we like to have fun with throwing up. Like someone, uh, I talked about it a little bit on Twitter, and somebody started a Twitter account called Kazi Fan to argue with people about this. Like, cause it's just fun. Jeez. It's just it's just just some way to pass the time as a troll. Like that's how some people view it, and uh, that's why it'd always be fucked up. For the record, Bill Kazi says he won't mention the allegations, and he told us all to check our facts. Um, this is one of those 2014 mistakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't say that in the TMZ world. You just don't. Cause they yeah. will go get the facts. You yep. know, it's like the girl, the lady who was like, uh, the quote unquote Django actress, the lady who was like, uh, I wasn't, I was just kissing my boyfriend in public and everyone turned racist and they were like, so these pictures of you with your titties out, that's uh, kissing. <laughs> And then, uh, so, so that's you. That's you fucking right there. Yeah, that that seems to be a like she had. Gotcha. To, I, like I honestly feel like TMZ had more evidence. Right, but it she was like- she finally stopped talking, and they <laughs> let it go because they probably were like, just put put the one with the dick out. Just go ahead and show the one with the dick out because it's obvious she's not gonna give up. Yeah, because she called a bluff, and they were like, oh really, bitch. Here's some pictures. And she's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, let me stop it. They was like, oh, uh, they probably had video if she'd have right. kept talking. Yeah, right. For literally, if she'd have kept talking, but they was, she was like, oh, let me shut up. And I was like, okay, so put the video away. <laughs> right. They got, they got her like holding two forms of ID and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is who I am. My signature, my social. Here's me in my Django costume <laughs> blowing this dude. Yeah, she probably yeah. had her social security number on the back of her shirt. And then a, the last thing we'll cover for Cosby, uh, the Cosby yeah. show today is um apparently he performed at a women's fundraiser uh as more alleged victims stepped forward hmm. um now i'm sure this was planned months ago yeah but damn what awful timing just yep oh Man. i know this was awkward uh, who, as fuck whoever organized that didn't call but like you know what no let's get another speaker for you know what events. they were just hoping he wouldn't show hmm. up like i oh, guarantee okay. they were like hey you think he gonna show up I don't know, man. I try. I didn't call him at all. I, I'm just hoping that his people will call us. Oh, oh here you go. It's the limo. Fuck. Uh, hey, Bill. How you doing? Yes. No, this isn't awkward at all. Please come speak to the women. Right. Um, about right. themselves. Uh, he, he did cancel engagement at casinos. Uh, apparently they're too moral to deal with it. Not too moral. <laughs> they're they're, they're we'll proud. Take, we'll take your money and give you whores, but. We draw the line at this shit. Yeah, we don't mind the fucking. We just wanted to be consensual. <laughs> uh, he opened the show by putting his hands in his head and pretending to sob, while joking that parents wouldn't let their children around him, saying, "Bill Cosby, you're an evil man." After we, wow, he did that. Huh, interesting. Um, but you know what? I can't be that surprised. He's been performing with this shit on his back for what? Uh, uh, 30 years mm-hmm. so like this isn't new for him 20 something yeah they have video of uh, him pretending to cry uh, I don't know what and parents the audio's not too good on that but um mm. basically he's you know pretending to sob at the front of the stage 
i don't know if the joke was or what you know i'm not gonna take him out of context because i don't know what the joke the joke could have been related to something else but correct you know they they uh say he transitioned into a 90 minute scripted show and a few audience members even gave him a standing ovation yeah what do you do if you already have your tickets man you gotta go right i would i would have rolled i would have been like man i I paid for this i would have went and here's the part that's fucked up i would have had a blast might even live tweeted it i <laughs> the pick is too expensive man like 150 dollars yeah. that i already spent i gotta go man my my morals ain't that ain't as strong as some of y'all y'all be outside boycotting i'll be inside like yo that nigga was funny though oh man i get these also, jokes out once i leave this- <laughs> say again so, yeah so um I, also you might be able to see something that might happen specifically in there like a meltdown or a breakdown yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I would go just for the, maybe I'm the one at the, at the, the show where he finally, like, does give in. It's like, I did it! You know, like, maybe that's the one, you know? <laughs> and just, and just lose his shit, like, and you in the front row, I drug you, and I drug you, and I'll drug you, and I'll definitely drug you, and your daughter. I know that's your daughter, you look alike. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. twins? Both of you. And just, like, just go all over, right. all of them. I'll put, I'll put cases on all you asses. Yeah. Zoo <laughs> program. Pelican Bay. 23 hour lockdown. Uh-huh. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Right. <laughs> Have you all been drinking? Right. Have you all been drinking? How's it taste, motherfucker? Yeah. And everyone just starts passing out in the movie. Yeah. yeah, he just, like 20 minutes into his stay, he just goes, all oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and you know what really be fucked up? They all wake up in Cosby sweaters. Yeah, <laughs> right. All right. You're like, what's happening? I don't understand. Where's this music coming from? <laughs> no. And why is he up there dancing with no pants on? Yeah. Um. But uh, oh, all right. Let's get into the regular show. Shit. That's that's enough of Cosby show. Uh, <laughs> and plus, we have enough for all the guests for the rest of the week. We gotta save some for them. <laughs> Hopefully, thirty-seven more articles don't come out tonight. You know what? I just, I just hope that uh, that because we've said his name so many times and joked so many times that some lawyer's not doing a search. <laughs> like, hey, Rod, guess what? You gonna have to take this down. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we gonna hear from his people. Oh, hey, we yep. under, we under that comedy uh, clause. These all jokes. I don't mean any. So it's, it's all jokes. Yeah, it's all jokes. <laughs> you got seven diggers outside your house right now. Yeah, oh, exactly. uh, Like I'll just walk outside and fucking like no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing um hey you walk out there be snapping their fingers to that beat uh here's some sad <laughs> news uh let's get off of rape and talk about death marion barry is dead All right. former, former mayor of the district of columbia uh who everybody in the world only knows for crack except people that lived in the district right uh, people that lived in the area who was actually benefited by a lot of his policies. Right. Anyone who, like, you know, actually watched uh, the documentary about his life and how much he actually cared about his supporters and black people and, uh, you know, the constituents of people that, that actually went out and voted for him. Yep. Um, I think he's a very complex figure for a lot of people because, like, I, and honestly, man, look, I, I just got to tell you, man, he wasn't a crackhead. Yeah, he wasn't. He wanted to get some pussy. And crack mm. happened to be involved. That's totally <laughs> different. Like when they were comparing him to the fucking uh, the the the, the um, Canadian dude that was like a mayor of Toronto. Oh, that's not the same dog. No, uh, that yeah. nigga had a crack problem. problem. Marion Barry was like, "I'm trying to get some pussy," and then this girl was like, 
oh you want to do some crack and he's like if it'll get me to this pussy i i mean <laughs> how do you even smoke this like he literally asked how do you smoke the crack and then they bust in the room and was like we got him and that's why he said the bitch set me up that's why that where that came from is that he really did go i i was here for pussy you know hey. i was not here for crack you know, but now the bitch is setting them up in heaven somewhere. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've all been in some situations that are, that are questionable, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we don't want to talk about openly, but there just has there wasn't a hidden camera in, in that bitch. Exactly. <laughs> you know? every, every man has done something questionable to get some pussy, whether it's listening to what she went through at work that day yep. and, and pretending to care. Uh, <laughs> you know, whether. Yeah, every time you see that dude in that goofy sweat sweatshirt, yeah, like he looks uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. he's got that chick next to him. Like he's like, "Look, I know how I look. Don't right. tell me how I look. I make fun of myself when I leave this place." Yeah, well, there's, I, there's, there's some pussy involved. Mm-hmm. Well, I need it to make sure that I don't hurt you for making fun of my sweater. Like I need right. that. I need to bring, I need to bring it down. Right. Myself. It might. <laughs> you're right. It could be as simple as the way you dress, what kind of car right. you drive. It could be. The places you hang out, the bars right. you go to, like there's a ton of people that have compromised to get some pussy, whether it's paying for drinks or mm-hmm. whatever they've done, they made that moral compromise. His happened to be smoking a little crack and man, the, the whole world. That, things that they would do to get some, man. And like I live in a district now and mm-hmm. it's, it's, some, it's, his policies have really done some really good things here. Granted, there's some gentrification that's not his fault. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, the 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 fact that uh, some of the I guess the drug laws the way they ended up the way they are now like now he started that avalanche of getting it legalized here. Yeah, you know, I'm actually um, kind of mad that in this article at the AP they have a picture from the arrest as well. Like they have other pictures too, but they, like they got the picture from when he got arrested in here. Like, yep. look at this video where he got caught doing crack, y'all. Um. But yeah, he um yeah, it was he wasn't just a crackhead, man. So I wish people would, you know, yeah. let let that go, man. Cuz or, or he wasn't even a crackhead. He he he's a dude that did crack one time, maybe a couple He didn't times. even do crack. He didn't even smoke yeah, it. He, he was kind of like how do you do it? Right. And then they bust in. Yeah. He was like, "Here's she was like, "Here's some crack and then you can have some pussy." He was like, "Oh, cool. What where does the lighter go? Get on the ground." He's like, "What?" Exactly, because if he smoked that crack too, he would still be a crackhead now. Right. Yeah. The minute he hit that shit. Oh man. So yeah, he got he got in trouble uh, for that, and that's all people remember him for. But uh, hmm. yeah, people in D.C. remember him for far more. Like I, I forget the name of the documentary. It came. It was an HBO documentary about Marion Barry. It was so fucking good. Cause like you actually got to see him caring about people in his district and his, and like what made people love him so much that, cause it, you know, the running joke was y'all elected a dude that did crack to, to be mayor twice, you know? And then it's like, Oh, well that's why this nigga was out in the streets, like hugging babies and kissing mamas and shit. Yeah. Right? And, and, and who's going to let a crackhead kiss the baby? Nobody. Wow. Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. You know, Marion Barry stole a stole a stereo, <laughs> trying to try to sell it to, him to fix the budget. Like, nah, this, he's not doing that. He's not doing that at all. Rest in peace, brother. Yeah. Um, man. Other news. Um, got to talk about this. Uh, Kim Kardashian, famous for you know, actually, the only reason I know Paper Magazine is a thing. 
Kim Kardashian. Right. That's how famous her ass is. Okay. Well, so, uh, she actually said she would support Northwest if she was posing new 20 years from now. Of course. Yeah. yeah. More power to you. Not news. Just thought I'd bring that out. She's morally consistent. It would have only been news to me if she would have been like, ah, hell no, that's terrible. Right. <laughs> She's like, I've, everyone's seen me suck a dick. Come on, guys. <laughs> she can get on the pole. Um, it'll be fine. If that's the, yeah. I mean, hey, it's, 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 sexuality belongs to whoever is owning it. Right. That's theirs. Let them, let them do it. She wants to show it off. And you're right. Paper magazine didn't know either. Yeah. Nobody um, knew who the fuck they was until Kim Kardashian's ass was on it. So like, that, we got to yeah. give her props. This stock, it probably just went up right. by so much money. There's probably right. some dudes in there like, hey, man, I was I put my stock in Paper Magazine and didn't really think about it. And now my investment's making so much money. Nigga, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like uh, someone on my Facebook was like, I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if she invested in the magazine, too. Like, because I guarantee it went up oh, because she, of her. She, she got a percentage of it. Yeah, and there's that one sad dude who's like, I'm morally objecting to this. I'm pulling my funding, and then sees this and was like, damn, yep, damn, mm. I could have been, I could have been ass rich, like rich <laughs> off the ass rich, uh, right, rich <laughs> off the crack. If they publicly traded her ass, I would take, I would get in on that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because hey. hey. it's only going up. Oh yeah, I call fidelity right now. Yes, can we get that Kim K ass twenty sixty? Yeah, go ahead and, and, and increase my investment in, in that fund. Put it all in Kim K's ass, please. Right. Put, put it all in, in, in Kim K KK ass. <laughs> just do that. I'm gonna go long on this one. Yeah. Right. And if you're really smart, you was like, yes, give me the KKK. What, what do you mean? Yes, I want Chloe. I want Kim. Yeah, all they stock going up. Yes, all that, all that. Um, Oreo biscuits are rolling out at Church's Chicken. Oh shit! What? Mm-hmm. That's right, guys. Church's Chicken, a fried chicken chain. Do y'all have Church's Chicken uh, in DC, man? I don't know, but now I gotta, I gotta hit hit the Google Map. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, man, yeah. these genetically modified chickens are so good. Yes, like, they yeah, are. They, you know what? I don't care what nobody says. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. They 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 say according to uh, the people in Canada, the churches uh, in Canada are a lot nicer mm-hmm. than the ones in the U.S. But uh, normally the ones, well, I can't speak for everywhere, but the ones I've been to are normally in the hood. The only reason I don't go to churches is because it's in the hood. Right. Because I just be like, oh, it's too late. It's sun's going down. Fuck. Yeah. Gotta- yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. For me, <laughs> churches is a sunrise up trip. Yeah. Like that. Like that's why they call it churches. You can only go during church hours. <laughs> any other time of the week, you might get fucked up at churches. Um, <laughs> like shit, churches didn't even have a drive-through when I was growing up. I, I still don't think they do. The oh, one, they don't. The, okay, no, the one on Wilkinson don't. You know, yeah. you might have some other ones do, but no churches. And I think churches. You just had to get out your car and go in churches. That's how confident they were of those fucking huge steroid birds. Not, not only that. Uh, recently, uh, within the past, maybe. Five to seven years, they just started taking credit in debt because for a long time mm-hmm. that bitch was cash only. Cash only when I was coming up, dog. Um, but yeah, uh, now they're saying, uh, they're gonna take the Oreos and make them into biscuits. Uh, they call Oreo bite biscuits. They're rolling out December 1st. Um, Oreos crumbled into the biscuit dough and topped with vanilla icing. I bet you mm. these bitches are delicious because they normal biscuits look about the size of a quarter. 
but they're delicious though they're like little poppers oh, man it's a big deal for churches they've not messed with their biscuit recipe for 52 years i believe that and i can't believe wow. they've been around for fucking 52 years Shit, see I the only churches i know of is the one in new york it's like a church churches slash um white castle mm, yeah see. and and um I've wasted many days there. Mm-hmm. Many days. My brother and I used to go and get a crave case and like, and it's like a 10 piece. And the crave case is like 50, no, 50? No, it's 30. It's 30 uh, burgers. Mm. And when we split them 15 each, go to churches, get, get the 10 piece, 10 each, some biscuits, and then watch SpongeBob mm-hmm. until we passed out. <laughs> Telling you, man. That church, and that's the thing so, about them. Yeah. That's the thing about them pterodactyl sized legs. Your ass is going to pass out. <laughs> like you're not gonna just you don't eat a full meal of churches and then go do something productive with your day right. you you got to plan around that like uh we're no, gonna, we gonna watch you don't even plan around it you plan to fail that's yeah, what right you just plan to, to just like yeah nothing oh, else oh, no. homework no no homework. Yeah. Right, no. no nothing else gonna get accomplished today and why and why else did the flintstone whole car fucking tip over when she put that, that chair doctor because they knew too you ain't yeah. gonna get shit done churches eat the chicken um but have a yabba dabba do time a sleepy do time <laughs> you will get nothing done <laughs> yeah. man the traffic because if you know they they have to push their cars with their feet and you got the itis and like if everyone's trying to run everyone's trying to push it and everyone got the itis like yo man push a little harder Wilma. i can't <laughs> do this alone they I got can't. like uh they just got like uh a tow truck out there <laughs> that they they just towing all the cars back and it's literally like a mastodon. It's like it's eleven, um, pulling, pulling everybody back to their houses and shit. Um, but yeah, uh, they're also looking into stuffing savory flavors into limited time biscuits. Mm. Uh, they just they declined to name the other flavors because they don't want competitors to try to to get in on this. Uh, it is smart though. Well, that's dope. They treat it like the drug game. Yeah. <laughs> the bites are ninety nine cent for a pack of five or two ninety nine for a pack of twenty. Um, two ninety nine for twenty. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like a dollar off, you know. Oh man, that's gonna be the hit at uh, the parties. Right. Well, See, I've I just checked. They, they don't got. They don't have any here. The closest one here is a uh, Richmond. Damn. God dang. That's how they get you, bro. I don't know. See, they don't cross the Mason Dixon line. I don't know. Mm-hmm. See that's see that's the new move. That's the new move because like, weed is well, going to be legalized here starting like next year. It's going to be decriminalized, so you got to start bringing some of that churches up and be like, "Yo, bro, oh, nigga, oh, I got this churches, yeah. I got this churches." That would be so good. Oh, oh man, change change the game up, change yeah. the game. Imagine people getting shot up. Yo, this is my corner, man. Yo, yo, you got my biscuits, nigga. Just pop, 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 pop. <laughs> oh, oh, you're getting blood all over the chicken. AT and T is dropping super cookies from their cell phone data. What the hell is a super cookie? That's some nerd shit. But, uh, okay, I don't know what a regular cookie is. Super cookies basically are these like hidden internet tracking codes that uh, whatever you transmit data mm-hmm. or you like track the internet or whatever, um, it, can be, it can be tracked back to your specific phone and oh. possibly your 
identity. Oh, um, that's fucked up. Oh, yeah, it's, it's been wow. Is mm-hmm, a question? Is is that because, like I said, just because I don't know? Is that like whenever you go in the thing, like, hey, do you want to clear your cookies? That's what it's asking you to clear tracking. Some, yeah, but you can't clear super cookies. Like that's even oh, beyond, beyond that. And it's not like your cell phone doesn't have a clear cookies thing on it most of the time. Oh, so, okay. And it's not because these cookies are extra delicious. It's because they really just like we're just trying to follow everything you goddamn do. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, <laughs> Well, just gonna ju- just gonna just to me there. The change, the change, the change by AT and T essentially removes a hidden string of letters and numbers that are passed along the websites that a com- consumer visits. It can be used to track customers across the internet. A lucrative data mining opportunity for advertisers that could uh, still reveal users' identities based on their browsing habits. So you can put all this shit together and be like, "Oh, it's Rod," you know, because the, the phone it goes here, it goes here, it goes here. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck about people's privacy, huh? Yeah, Verizon Wireless, the country's largest mobile firm, said Friday it still uses this type of tracking known as super cookies. Verizon spokesman, a spokeswoman, Deborah Lewis, said uh, business and the government customers don't have the code inserted. There has there's been no evidence that Sprint and T-Mobile have used such codes. Um, so, yeah, AT&T dropped it. Uh, Verizon like, we still watching y'all niggas. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's crazy. That's, that's a Trojan. That's basically a Trojan. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 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 the right hacker, and like, and not not the right hacker as like some old dude, just some bored like ten year old yep. with a computer and time, was gonna screw everybody up. That's what it always like, takes. It always takes one of these fucking things being like, and now I've hacked the iCloud before. They're like, ooh, okay, we're gonna give you the option not to do that. I'm sorry, everybody. We didn't realize that uh, it would someone would be smarter than us. But they're all, there's always someone smarter than that. Than of you. course. Yeah. And that's why my eye, my eye cloud is empty. They be like, you want, I don't, I don't want a good motherfucking thing going up in there. Nope. Yeah. I, deleted, I don't know where it's going. I deleted it off of my mm. shit. Um, let's talk about this housekeeper, guys. Um, there's, uh, you know, there's all these prank videos going around these days. Um, uh, and they're normally pretty fucking terrible. Like, hey, it's white guys in the hood fucking with black people. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like that. I've never been a fan of that type of comedy because I'm like, you're fucking with people and somebody fuck around and shoot you fucking with them. Leave people alone. Well, uh, there's a new thing called Prank It Ford, Pranks for Good, where they prank, uh, housekeeper Carla Simmons, who arrives at worst to, to clean a large, beautiful house in time for a party plan for the evening. Uh, but, uh, what she soon came to realize is the home she was working on would soon become her own. As part of, uh, break.com's prank it forward holiday, uh, campaign, the shock single mother of three, uh, learned she's been gifted the home she was hired to clean. A representative from break.com told Mashable that his parent company, Defy Media, received hundreds of nominations for the prank, but was moved most by Simmons' dedication to her family and community. The nomination came from Simmons' boss and her sister. Oh, mm. the five wow. media and break work together with the neighborhood housing services of greater Cleveland, an organization that offers home ownership programs to find a house that could be renovated for the campaign. Defy will also provide Simmons with the necessary financial supports to ensure she is able to stay in her home, including the opportunity to meet with the NHS financial counselors. This isn't the break's first prank at four video in March. They gave a young, hardworking waitress massive tips in a new car. So, yeah, I, I just oh, thought it was. Now, now, this I can get down with. Yeah, that's cool, right? Like, yeah. just, yes. you know, we, we normally only cover shitty news. I thought 
this would be nice for a change. Aww. So, did, did she still have the party in the house, though? Like, did they still have the party? <laughs> they really should have had the party and invited her friends. I that mean, would that would have been, been cool, but then yeah. who would have cleaned it up after right. it's her this, home now? Right, this is like, again. God, right, this is like, God damn, I got hired a maid. I got a hired maid <laughs> for this big-ass house. Uh, but yeah, good for her, man. Um, yeah, man, that's, that, that's, that's the that's prank nice. I'm down for, yes. Yeah. But right. it's normally not, that's normally not how the pranks go. Yeah, normally not. Yeah. You know, so that's why I thought it would be cool. Alright, let's play our games, Karen. Just ready to do some, uh, yeah. do some singing here. Where's yeah. my, uh, theme song? <clears throat> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we read different articles from all around the world and we score them from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, let's see who's fucking with us today. Romaine, mm. pick a number from one through about, uh, what is this, about 15, I think. 15? All right. Uh, let's go with nine. All right. Let's see. Three, five, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Here's one. It's been making its way around the interwebs, but we haven't uh, really covered it here. Um, have you guys heard of Pointergate? Mm-mm. Oh, yes. Shit. It was a thing in Ferguson for a while. Um it seems crazy, but it's it really did happen. Um, there was a, a campaign called, I believe, Free the Vote or something like that. Um, uh, and there was a video for it. Let me uh, put the video in the chat, and I'll play the video for you, Karen. Um, but uh, it's, it's basically just... Life um, is my life, so live it up. They say it's about to... T- this this is uh, like a campaign video, but it's showing like a mayor... Uh, this white lady right here, uh, okay. with some of these people in her constituency, all black in this picture. Okay. And they were posing for a picture and shit, you know. Um, and uh, let me uh, what is, let me put this in the chat real quick. Um, boom, there it is. So you guys can look along too. Um, but uh, yeah, so they were you know all posing and shit. Time to go get it, yeah. And I play, and I play, yeah, to win it. So weird, that Sounds like this, you know, some, I don't know who did the singing on this, by the way. <laughs> Probably Jake Steeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jake Steeds. Yeah, yes. I don't know who did the singing and shit. It's not very well done, but Mm-mm. beside the point, you know, beside the point. <laughs> hey man, you know I'm on business, yeah. I promise you we want you to get out and vote. Okay, so it's the dude that in the video is the one who also does the singing. Okay. Get more people in your community involved. Why do you come out to get out the vote? I made some mistakes in life, you know. I can't vote. I'm not ashamed to say that. But um, I'm working on fixing that right now. Well, I can be able to vote for my next president. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. So, here at 34 seconds, you see him and uh, the mayor propose, uh, are, are posing together mm-hmm. to take a picture. All right? Mm-hmm. And see, they both... They point, really cool at- they point at each other, right? Mm-hmm. The, like like you point when you do a finger gun. Like, hey, you the man, no, you the man, you the man, no, you the man. Like that, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. A very friendly thing. We're uh, outside and we see this bus shelter. Now, that four seconds that we just watched, Karen, from, or six seconds from 34 to 40, Okay. that's Pointer Gate. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> you just you just watched a huge controversy. Um, so the news, KSTP ran a news story on Thursday night that says, uh, Minneapolis mayor flashes gang signs with convicted felon law enforcement <laughs> outraged. What? See, mm-hmm. that's one of those context things you got. You, like, they know their audience. They know their audience. Hey, are you scared of black people? Are you scared of white people hanging out with black people? <laughs> Do you think black people are thugs? <laughs> yes. And it's not the mayor's fault. I mean, she never been forcefully grabbed by the, a strong exactly. black man before. I mean, obviously, when we grabbed you, you know, us brothers, we it, we grabbed you. Um, <laughs> so it's a lot to handle. Uh, I'll see if I can put her picture. This is the picture of Four Pointer Gate I'm putting up in the chat for everybody. Uh, now, they blanked his face out for some reason, but the face is on the YouTube video. I don't know <laughs> right. what that was about. Maybe the, I, I feel like they blanked it out to make him look more guilty. Like, look. He's such a criminal, we can't even show his face. Uh, the man in the photo is a twice convicted felon for drug selling and possession of illegal, and illegal possession of a firearm. He is currently sentenced to five years at the St. Cloud Correctional Facility with the prison term stayed for three years while he is un- under super- supervised probation until 2016. If he violates terms of his probation during that time, he will serve five years behind bars. The photo was taken a week before the November election while the mayor canvassed neighborhoods with a nonprofit group in a get out the vote event hodges declined repeated requests for interviews but her spokesperson told us the mayor enjoys meeting with many people who are organizing on the north side spokesperson mm. the spokesperson also says the man in the photo is well regarded by the nonprofit that employs him and the mayor is simply pointing at him in the photo retired minneapolis police officer michael quinn who also managed the department's internal affairs unit says the photo is disappointing because it puts police officers at risk when, a- when asked to respond to the mayor's statement that she is just pointing at him, he said, she can't be that naive. I cannot imagine. She is legitimizing these people. She is legitimizing gangs who are killing our children in Minneapolis. I just can't believe it. It hurts, Quinn says. These people. What? The, mm-hmm. the, 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 the gangs that only come out the two months of the year, there's no goddamn snow on the ground. You're in fucking Minneapolis. Just go up there. <laughs> well, not, I mean, that doesn't mean there can't be gangs, but I'm I not just saying say, that either. How many of these gangs are asking people to get out and vote? Correct. Real, right? Like, are you serious right now? And, and, he, but, and he's like, he goes out there and he's like, look, I've made mistakes. And that's, that's what, that's what's commendable about that kind of thing. And that's what life is supposed to be. You learn from your mistakes. Hey, I got this going on. You don't make the same mistakes. Go out and vote. I'm going to help push people to vote, even right. if I can't. That's the whole, like, right. I mean, this, this police chief is acting like he got kissed by a black dude and was trying to ask him questions. <laughs> right. right. It was like, I've never been kissed by a black man. Uh, Quinn says law enforcement agencies are going to be pissed about this. They're going to be angry, and they should be. Uh, as opposed to when they're so nice to the black people. Why? And and, uh, <laughs> and, my, and my thing is... You, How will we know the difference is my question. Go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. No problem. Use a lot of cold words. These people. What are they? Other? Uh, black. Yeah, black. <laughs> yeah I, mean, I mean, you mm-hmm. literally talked about them like like they mm-hmm. were aliens or from another well, he, galaxy. He, he will say gang members. I'm sure of it. But that's not what he means. No. Uh, he said these people very clearly. Like, these yeah. people. Like, what are you doing around these people? Cause, the little, little white girl, what are you doing around them? Yeah, because what we're talking about is trying to get people to go vote on the north side, and the whole north side can't be one big gang. But as far as this guy's <laughs> concerned, the gang color is black. Right, <laughs> so um, apparently the area that she is is in must be predominantly black then. 
several law enforcement sources in separate agencies tell us they were outraged when they saw the photo and say the sign the mayor is flashing is known to be the gang sign of the city's north side <laughs> first of all no one has this gang sign no one because it's too simple it's just a point of somebody you'd be killing people all fucking day if you if you the shooter mcgavins will get people killed if you if, if the pointing at something was your gang sign Are you serious <laughs> children would be dead everyone would be fucking dead are you oh my god Oh, Can you imagine I, the setup too? You just be like, "Hey, I need directions, bro." Yo, you just go down that way. Bop, 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 Nigga, what set you claim? No, I was just pointing. To, I was just pointing out which way to go. Oh. <laughs> um, for, uh, first the ABC, uh, first ABC reporter Jay Coles wrote the following tweets: Why would Mayor Hodges flash gang signs with two-time convicted felon? Find out why police are fuming in ten minutes on five at ten. Mayor Hodges flashes gang signs with two-time convicted felon. Police not happy. Details on five eyewitness at ten. Um, hmm. yep. Um, so, Didn't, uh, John Stewart do something about that when he like uh, exposed why it was a an issue. Yeah, I think he did uh, do a whole video. Here's the um, here's the video, the interview with Michael Quinn. Uh, I'm gonna put this Law on enforcement sources alerted us to a photo that has them fuming over the actions of Minneapolis Mayor Betsy Hodges. They want to know why the mayor would take a picture with a convicted criminal while he and the mayor flash gang signs. Five Eyewitness News reporter Jay Coles obtained that photo and explains why officers think the mayor has put the public and police at risk. It's a story you'll see only on Five. How? When she's the only one that got this that photo? This is a photo of Minneapolis Mayor Betsy Hodges arm-in-arm with a man flashing what law enforcement agencies tell us is a known gang sign for a Northside gang. Court records show the man with the mayor has several recent convictions, including two felonies for selling and possessing drugs and illegal possession of a gun. He is currently sentenced to five years in prison but won't serve that time if he stays out of trouble for the next three years. Anger, frustration, she's putting cops at risk. Michael Quinn retired after 30 years as a police officer. 25 of those years were spent with Minneapolis police, where he also managed the Internal Affairs Unit. The fact that they're flashing gang signs back and forth at each other, showing solidarity with the gangs, she's legitimizing what they're doing. She's legitimizing these people that are killing our children in Minneapolis. And I just don't get it. It hurts. Law enforcement sources tell us they found this photo on the man's Facebook page while they were doing investigative work. They say there's no evidence he belongs to a gang, but they say he has connections to gang members. Quinn says the photo creates a serious problem. Of course he does. For yeah, mm-hmm. we all do, apparently. Every officer in every gang unit in the metro. And she's giving the, the gang something to flash around and say, look, we've got the mayor on our side. Even the mayor is with us. That's bad. That the makes no off- fucking sense. That's it's a bunch of black people. Mm-hmm. Right, and when have you ever cared about us anyway? She's trying to get the black vote, which right. is something that I'm kind of happy about. You right, because like most people Going out there us. knocking door to door and meeting with black constituents is something that typically uh, isn't done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, why, why why would I be so... Why why are people fucking with, with her? And that dude, so like he, say, he says, like, nigga with confidence, like with the hard ER, he says with confidence mm-hmm. every morning. Oh yeah, I, I see all you niggers yeah. out there. 
He got a bald head. Gang banging and rustling. Meanwhile, some guys like sweeping the ground. Like I don't know what the fuck you talking about, man. Yeah, he got a white dude. He's a white dude with a bald head. <laughs> also, I don't trust people that that have a copy of the thesaurus in their house. We got the internet now. You got to find different ways to say black. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, I've I've really worn out the B and the N page. Don't yeah. don't pay attention to those. <laughs> Uh, let me see. sent these photos taken the same day just over a week ago at the same get out the vote event in Minneapolis. The mayor also declined our repeated requests for an on-camera interview. Of course. But she issued a statement about the photo that says, in part, the more supportive we all can be of people who are making better choices now, the better off we will all be in the future. A spokesperson concludes by saying, quote, she and the man in the photo are just pointing at one another, to which... The head of the police union says... She's been around long enough, she knows better. John Delmonico is the president of the Minneapolis Police Federation. When you have the mayor of a major city with a known criminal throwing up gang signs, that's terrible. He says it crosses a line and puts police in a bad spot. Is this something that could incite gang violence in the city? And for as critical as she can be with the cops... Um, is she going to support gangs in the city or cops? Several sources Pause in it. And that's the problem. Like, that's why they're having a fucking problem because they probably have came to her with bullshit and she's be like, no, y'all can't go and stop and frisk on the north side. No, y'all can't go and kick people doors in without a warrant. Like, they probably have mm-hmm. came to her with shit and she was like, no. So they was like, oh, work. Okay. Yeah, she's probably been critical of them. Right. Like, hey, I know y'all shot an unarmed man. What's that about? And they're like, oh, this bitch siding with the gangs. Here we go. Man. Oh. Fucking with their potluck. That's what it is. Like, hey, man, we just kicked down a, uh, uh, 1,000's door. <laughs> right. Bring the family. <laughs> have us a little us potluck dinner. They are extremely <laughs> angry about the photo, and Michael Quinn says he understands why. They're going to be pissed. They've got to be angry about this. They have to be. We also asked Minneapolis Police Chief Janae Harteau to comment on the photo, but she declined. And we also tried reaching the man in the photo with Mayor Hodges, but we couldn't connect with him. We even asked the organization he worked for, but they declined to help us. Yeah. Why, Why would I help you do your hit piece? You're going to say horrible things about me and take everything out of uh, context Context. as is. I'm not going to help give you any uh, more fuel for the fire. That's like... When Terrell Owens used to go and fucking talk to ESPN and then wonder why the interview always looked fucked up at the end. Like, yeah, they, they don't like you already. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, score this bad boy. Uh, I'm, Karen, I'm gonna give that up. Karen, mm. zero to a hundred. Oh yeah, let's just get a hundred. They fucking with, <laughs> they fucking with him and her. Alright, Romaine? Mm. A hundred. Straight yeah. hundred right there, man. Two hundred if I could. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. right. I, yeah, I gotta give it a hundred also. Um, pointer gate, really? This is what we're doing. Yeah, and I, I, I did, uh, hear that, that, uh, John Stewart broke it down. And, yeah. he, you know. Cause it's dumb. Uh, yeah. Karen. The, go ahead, Romain. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Romain. You know, I was just like, that was just, uh, that was in my own head. It's like the, the blue wall, the blue wall gang versus regular ass folks. Right. Like you, like you're a gang in itself. Like, yeah, exactly. You, you just mad that, like, now your power's being messed with and that normal people can be on a come up. Yeah, and that wasn't a game. That wasn't a game activity. That was just yeah, believe it or not. She's just trying to get fucking votes. Uh, Karen, right. give me one through uh, fifteen. Let's do fifteen, thirteen. Thirteen. All right. Um, 
Let's see. Five. Please, Lord, be something good. Seven. <laughs> ten. Thirteen. Uh, the harrowing psychological side effects of stop and frisk. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, it says, uh, apparently there was a study published in the American Journal of Public Health that draws a conclusion that should be obvious to anyone familiar with the NYPD stop and frisk tactics. If you can't leave your house and walk around outside without fear of police harassment, you're likely to have some adverse psychological effects. Of course. The study, conducted by NYU sociologist Amelda Geller and Columbia law professor Jeffrey Fagan, uh, interviewed 1,261 mostly Hispanic and black young men living in New York about their experiences with the NYPD. Unsurprisingly, they found that if you've been stopped, especially if these stops are frequent or especially invasive, you're more likely to experience symptoms related to anxiety and PTSD, like nervousness, restlessness, or attempting to block the experience from memory than someone who hasn't been. Interviews asked uh, dozens of questions about encounters with police and the justice system. Participants were also asked questions related to anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. For example, they were asked whether they tried to remove the time they were stopped from memory whether they felt nervous or restless in the past week. The anal- analysis found anxiety symptoms were related to the number of times men were stopped and how they were perceived in, uh, how they perceived the encounter and more anxiety among participants who had had more intrusive encounters. Our findings suggested that any benefit achieved by aggressive, proactive policing tactics may be offset by serious costs to individual and community health. The authors wrote, um, so. Right, because they don't give a fuck about your health. A hundred. A mm. hundred for Karen. Romaine? I'm going to go a hundred. I've been through that. I've lived in I've lived in New York most of my life, dude. Mm, all right. Nah. <laughs> uh, now, me personally, I got to go zero on this because they are just reporting what we already know. And I appreciate right. them taking the time out to study some shit that actually cared about rather than why black people say the N-word or why we eat the kind of cereal we eat or some shit right like, maybe someone will read the study and go oh stop and frisk apparently it's fucked up um hey, rather than believe go- it to listen to dsm3 yes yeah, man true. where like it's a mental illness that you that you've picked up from being stopped and frisked so many times and it, it takes but one time and sometimes that one is like brutal right and you're sitting there like what, what the like am i a human being mm-hmm. what am i Oh, five? They up to five? I, I just saw that. There's, there's some five now, I guess. Oh. Either way, it needs to be in there. I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a mental it's a mental Ill, illness, uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's a book of like different mental illnesses that are, uh, I guess, approved mental illnesses, one should yeah. say. And it needs to be in there. Because, like, can you imagine just some of the stuff that black people have been through alone? Yeah, it's the diagnostic. That's not even in there. It's the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders care that's what dsm yep. is yeah uh let's play our other game guys let's do it <clears throat> now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all of podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestant today, Romaine Walters, half of Romaine and Lettuce, to guess the race. Mm-hmm. And the chat room plays along and they're racist. Yeah, yeah. They are very, very racist. Um, all mm. right, let's go with this one. Um, apparently, there's a couple teens that 
uh there was a teenager that decided to put in put on a diaper and go join an elementary school mm-hmm that's right guys you heard uh get in there with them kids he's 17 years old and he said let me put on some uh pampers and go pretend to be a 12 year old child at hearst elementary school oh mm-hmm of anything like this. I can't even really wrap my mind around it. A lot of very angry parents in Hearst, and here's why. 17-year-old Ricardo Lugo said he was 12 when he enrolled in elementary school, and tonight he's been busted for child porn after a tip from Instagram, and that's just the start. News 8's Todd Unger is following this unbelievable story. He's live in Hearst tonight. Right now, there's no way to know for sure just how many victims we're exactly talking about here. But Hearst police are urging parents to talk with their kids because as far as child porn schemes go, they've never seen anything like this in North Texas before. The single-story house in East Fort Worth looks unassuming. That was probably the point, but it all changed on Monday. I went in the kitchen to do something, whatever it was, I forgot real quickly. Drew Luke watched from her property as police stormed in, their eyes peeled for 28-year-old Randy Wesson. Never heard a sound, never heard a word. And next time I looked out, they were three or four of them were standing in front of the garage. That was Wesson. Police were here because they connected him to a child porn ring. But what they actually discovered is so disturbing, they say it's a first for North Texas. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. It's mind-boggling. It really is. According to an arrest affidavit, Wesson admitted to possessing up to 42,000 images of child porn and himself abusing up to 100 children. Oh, There's oh. more. God Wesson damn. was living with 17-year-old Ricardo Lugo, and he had been posing as a student at nearby Hearst Hills Elementary since August. Police think it was an attempt to lure more child victims. Okay. Never, ever heard August. of a 17-year-old being able to pose as a sixth grader. It's incomprehensible to me. Police say the pair used fake paperwork to enroll Lugo in school. It was only when they linked the younger suspect to a Facebook page put up by his mom saying he had disappeared from Juarez in El Paso that they realized Lugo wasn't 12. Yeah, on the weekends, they'd be out in the street with the remote control cars. Neighbors and police say the two even acted as father and son in a case so strange it's hard to believe it's happening. Wow. So we mentioned possible other victims at the school. According to this affidavit, police think they already may have found one. They found a video on Lugo's cell phone of some type of spanking, and they believe that victim is indeed a student at the school. Jeez. As far as the district itself, they sent home a letter today telling parents they're cooperating with this investigation. We should note we went by the Wesson's household today. They declined to comment. We're live tonight in Hearst. Todd Unger, Channel 8 News. All right. Damn. So, uh, guess the raceful name of, uh, what was the, uh, names? Uh, there was 28-year-old Rudy Ray Wesson and Ricardo Javid Lugo. Damn. Oh, man. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with, uh, white and Hispanic. All right, white and Hispanic. I'm out white Hispanic. And a quick shout out to the officers working on this case because they have to watch those videos and I know that Oh man, that gotta be traumatizing. Right, shit, man. It's, Go home and kiss, kiss your kids and shit. After that, man, shout and, it was, out. and there's so many like a hundred thousand victims and images to go through. Like even Bill Cosby was like, "Damn, you know." <laughs> um, let's see, white, 
latino loco he didn't see nothing wrong police stormed in and did not shoot wet back that looks white mexican (laughs) jumping bean mixed with a little bit of johnny knoxville white whiter than the woman the woman forced to taste cosy's pudding pop oh lord lord genius (laughs) jeevis lord jeevis uh future supervillain says this is what like a fucked up version of vince vaughn and owen wilson movie white devils (laughs) lucy and ricky white a latino uh lucy and ricky white latino uh mama's boy dad dandy from american horror story with his dumb with his thumb in his mouth and latino just crossed the border and thought he was his correct class he was in his correct class and the other guy strangely wants him deported (laughs) whiter than the diaper the boy was wearing at least before he got caught (laughs) <laughs> gross latino and gross white man what you mean child porn officer i am a white child latino <laughs> version of herbert the pervert and oh, weird crime man. equal white people the correct answer is and uh romaine got it latino and white i should be surprised if i got that <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually real good man you know normally the voices are the same um, and I'll put that pictures in, uh, the chat for people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let me play the booze for those of you that, uh, did not get it. You can pay the booze for them. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Them haircuts. Yeah, man. Those dudes, uh, like how bad you gotta want, you gotta want child porn to go back to school. Back? At 17. Shit. That's when you're supposed to be getting out of school and tired of shit. You're supposed to be getting some, like you still young enough to to mess with your age group mm-hmm. what, the, what and like what? how and like also like as a you know like how did he know this was his passion in life at such a young age <laughs> 17 you know like that's like i didn't know what i wanted in life to i still don't know necessarily ain't that the truth still Seven, learning every day 17 this guy's like you know what man I just want to be a dude that fucks kids. That's all. Right. I want. He's got. He's. He hasn't even grown the full beard or nothing yet. He's got yeah. potential to meet actual women. There's older women that would be into him. Yeah. Like, like I mean, teachers will fuck you at 17 in 2014. Yeah, you know, they will. You're not even gonna give it a try. You just you stay with child pussy. That's you. <sighs> you determine. You 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 figured it all out. Well, good mm. for you. Uh, let's go to story number two uh police say a couple had sex in a parked car outside of jail oh 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 so we couldn't even make it a few blocks away okay couple pays the price for reportedly getting intimate in public. As KBAL's Lisa Nico reports, you might be surprised at where police caught them. Lisa? Well, guys, picture this. It's a crisp Sunday evening. You're going through it for a drive through downtown Springfield. Then you peer into the window of a car parked beside you at a stop sign and find a couple nude and in an intimate embrace. Sounds all right. No, 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 no. That's the kind of shock Springfield police say onlookers at the corner of 4th and A Street were in for over the weekend. Apparently it ended soon after they knocked on the window. They were very cooperative, yes. Sergeant Charbonneau says it all happened Sunday night. 24-year-old Kelly Knudsen was with her boyfriend, 33-year-old Logan Jackson, right here <laughs> at the Brickhouse Strip Club. Before 5.45, they left the strip club, walked across the street to their parked car and started having sex 
They were, quote, too caught up in the moment to realize their activities had caused quite the traffic jam right here in front of the Springfield Jail. The main thing is to make sure that the woman is not being taken advantage of, or the male, I guess. But Sergeant Charbonneau says it was because of the spectacle that officers broke up the activity and made the arrest. Uh, we normally tell them to go someplace that's a little safer than a parking lot or wherever we might find them. Uh, in this case, we had traffic being slowed down. We had someone complaining about it, and so we had to take action. Even if you're caught up in the moment, you can step back, take a breather, be like, this is not the place for this. It needs to be. Newton was taken to the Lane County Jail and Jackson not far to the male-only Springfield Jail. They're charged with disorderly <laughs> conduct and indecent exposure for having sex in view of the public. Reporting for KVAL News, I'm Lisa Nico. All right. Guess the mm. race. Uh, for the record, both of them are the same race. All right. Um, a Kelly and a Logan. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with white. All right. Let's with, check. With that and uh, more. And, and you know what? Fuck all them haters. All right. You he, did he just say that, that that dude just got out of jail or something mm -hmm. like that? Uh, or, or something? So she, she mentioned they went to a strip club together. And after leaving, they felt caught up in the moment. And oh, they, they parked okay. the car in front of the jail and started having sex. And didn't realize it was in front of the jail. Yeah. Hey, man, sometimes sometimes when that happens, you know. Mm -hmm. Can't make it all just, the way home. It's where the moment strikes you. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm mad that the cop was like, yo, man, you just go to a parking lot. Like, if I was in a parking lot, you'd be like, what are you doing in here, nigga? Like, don't. Mm. Come on. Mm. People in parking lots. So, so, so my man, Romaine's going Definitely with white. white. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Uh, white. Whiter than the foam in the corner of a meth addict's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus got some good ones, man. Why go home white? Uh, black. <laughs> black. <laughs> Black people don't even won't even drive one mile over the speed limit when they see cops. White, white bread, white. TLC presents Honey Boo Boo. Where are they now? Mama June's gone wild. Oh Lord. Uh, let's see. White, white. We can still see them at night. White. Driver, roll up the partition, please. Don't want you to see me giving him herpes. White. Oh. <laughs> That's a Howard. Felt comfortable fucking in front of jail. Wizite. People takers. <laughs> People takers. White. That car smelled like white privileged fish and pork and cheddar white. MDMA white. Uh, Aaron on fleek about a week ago. Let's see. My parents owns his club, this club white. Not afraid to talk back and argue with police white. The correct answer is, and surprisingly, everyone got it white. Everybody. Yeah. Nobody got that one wrong. Yep, I'll put the picture in the chat for you guys to see uh, this upstanding couple of people. Uh, so far, Romaine's two for two. Let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, guys. It's double the points, double the race uh, for guess the race. Bonus round right now. Romaine's two for two. The chat room is all over the place. But uh, let's see if he can make it three for three. You all getting right. nervous yet? I'm, I'm, I'm a little ready. I'm ready. A little nervous. Right. Let's check this one. Here's the third one. Uh, <laughs> I got to see this picture of the smug shot. He looks so mad that he got stopped. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is against the law? That's how he looks. Nobody told me. Y'all arresting people for fucking in front of the jail now? 
at least it was a quick trip that's the one of those i'm mad i didn't get to bust his nut <laughs> it's like i was just a few seconds away a man is accused of shoving his wife to her death um Damn. and he had the mark he had the, he had his calendar i mean the map marked with an x <laughs> x marks the spot i guess that's a real thing damn you are terrible oh, terrible that crime. hates his wife yeah you are terrible at crime <laughs> oh this news got some got some good music Hello, I'm Molly Hughes in the Denver Post newsroom with the top stories from DPTV. And we begin with new information in the case of a Highlands ranch man accused of killing two of his wives. Newly unsealed court documents show 58-year-old Harold Henthorne had a map with an X marking the spot where his wife, Tony, fell to her death during a hike in 2012. Police now believe Henthorne shoved his wife off that cliff. The court documents also indicate Henthorne studied the finances of three women he was dating before deciding oh. to marry ophthalmologist Tony Henthorne and that he purchased life insurance policies on both wives before their accidental deaths. His trial is set for May. XL Energy is looking to jack up electricity rates oh. in its proposal to the PUC. The utility right, so is that requesting was the end of that story. <laughs> a, a map and all that and it's just got a blurb yeah. it literally got like the like page 11 on on a paper in the corner like hey by the way some some bitches got pushed off a cliff next to news yeah like, he got he got two he killed two of his wives yeah and, right and he took out life insurance right before doing it the policy was worth three hundred thousand dollars that's all mm-hmm uh, go big or go, go home if you're going to do right. it. Right, if you're going to do it, let's, let's aim for at least a million. Come how, on, dog. How do you set that up, though? Like, do you just go one day, hey, baby, you want to go look at some really high up cliffs? <laughs> or, like, do or, you, you know, like. They might go hiking all the time. Yeah, or do you Maybe. set her up with, like, oh, you know, let's let's go do this, let's go do that, let's go do this. And then one day it's like, and then let's check out these cliffs. <laughs> Maybe some like fantasy joint, some roadrunner and a coyote. Like, hey, you be the coyote and I'll be the roadrunner. If you gonna have a little fun around here, and then you just push her off. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> honey, I was thinking of taking out a five hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy for you. Um, mm-hmm. Now I know you're a stay at home wife, but you know you're very valuable to me. So why don't you just sign this and uh, we'll go hiking? That, that's a pimp move, man. Mm-hmm. You worth every penny to me, baby. Yeah. About three hundred thousand. <laughs> I don't sign this paper. To be honest, I don't even think it's enough. But I will, I will make do with three hundred thousand. If you miss me, no no amount of money will ever replace you if you're gone. None. Anyway, uh, Uh, why you looking at that name again? Why why you looking at that X on the map? Don't worry about that. (laughs) That's what we're gonna do to picnic right there by the edge. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, I ain't trying to kill you, but why are we speaking about life insurance? Right. (laughs) Right. Why? So well, guess the race. What's the name again? Uh, Harold Henthorn. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Harold Henthorn. That's shit. The the other wife Be- died because of a freak accident. Uh, they were changing a flat tire when the car allegedly came off the jack as he was throwing the tire in the trunk, crushing his wife, who was under the car for unknown reasons. Mm, they're gonna have to investigate that, that. That's I'm gonna go with white now because right. I was gonna go with black because of the whole cliff thing and be like, you know I mean, you know, maybe he he got some slave slave name that he just kept on trucking <laughs> with. 
<laughs> oh no, my my friends call me Harold. Like Harold, you're a weird guy. You like to. <laughs> I'm gonna go away. I'm gonna go away. Right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. <laughs> These racist. Uh, let's see here. Color of people that make up Pointergate white. He thought he was Blackbeard making his boot marking his booty on the map white. White attended the Acme School of How to Perform White Crimes, 12-3. <laughs> Massa, white man who got Aww. his plan from the Roadrunner cartoons. Plan B was an anvil on her head. <laughs> yeah. Help me lift this piano up to the third story. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer warned Jeff's white. Nah, ladies, I don't need a prenup. That won't be an issue, white. The white couple from Brother Darkness's Lost Year still mad about the Panini. <laughs> It's a still mad about the Panini, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, only a person having a long history of being an oppressor would come up with something so devious. White. Wally Coyote White. White collar crime white. Uh, he yelled, this is Sparta before kicking her off the cliff. <laughs> oh, white. Watch 24 hour marathon of law and order while taking notes, white. King of the hill because he pushed them off. Uh, Rorschach death white, white because she lacked the athleticism to provi- survive the foul. That's the victim. Uh, married with no out of wedlock kids white. Uh, chalky. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer is, uh, you're right, it's a goddamn chalky. It was white. Jeez. You know what? Right you know what? No one should find this show funny, but we do it every week. Right. We do it every day anyway. And uh, is that the dude? Yeah, yep. that's the picture of them. Uh, that's him probably setting up with one of them fake ass yeah, trips. Right before he pushed out yeah. that cliff. Let's go look at this river of debris. Yeah, yeah. Now you got her comfortable. Like man, she's she, like she looks like she's in love, and he looks like he can't wait to to see if 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 the cartoons are true. Kind of yeah. like when you see somebody slip on a banana peel, and you're like, oh man, that shit really happens. Like push her off, and he look like he can't wait to push a bitch in that. In yeah, that push her off, and they're like, I wonder if that white smoke really happens at the end. It's like, poof. yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess their love really just fell off. You know. Oh. <laughs> you know how it is when you fall in love, you just keep. Keep just keep going you know this guy just, looks he looks so relaxed mm-hmm. like it's in the plans like he's planned this and he's just so relaxed he probably served some some of y'all and and you know what was his job what was his job they, uh, did they even say <laughs> i did say man he, who knows man <laughs> he, Damn, uh, i can't whew. all right let's uh Let's see if we can do one more. We got a little bit of time here, so uh, we'll do one more. Guess the rights, then we do sword ratchetness. Um, prosecutors say uh, a cop uh, exposed himself to people uh, rather than giving um, <laughs> rather, rather than giving them tickets. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's not like some shit of the super troopers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah do some prank. shit they would do. Prosecutors say a New Jersey cop was too busy showing off his dick to arrest drunk drivers. Who wrote this article? Jason, uh, this is Gawker. Jason okay. Miller, 37, was arrested Monday and charged with official misconduct and public lewdness after a review of his traffic stops revealed he had a habit of revealing himself to young male murder, motorists. Oh, so, mm-hmm. oh, so y'all are talking. He didn't, he didn't mess the with the females. But will people believe these guys when they come forward? Of course not. Of course they did, because they already busted this dude. Yeah, this ain't Cosby. These ain't women. 
it was a bunch of oh, women. That's true. It was a bunch I of women looking at dicks. It's like, how do we know that you didn't want to see the dick? Hmm? Oh, they might assume they's gay. Maybe you was trying to get off the ticket. You show a dick to a dude. It's like, of course he didn't want to see that dick. <laughs> uh, video from <laughs> video from Miller's cruiser allegedly shows Miller, who is married, unzipping his pants, exposing himself during at least five late night and early morning stops. <laughs> his penis is clearly visible on at least one surveillance video prosecutors say do, oh, or do you think he he uh he uh did it to uh men versus uh women because he figured out that uh dudes are less likely to report no because he's gay is why probably <laughs> probably because he secretly wants to fuck dudes that's i don't know about other people and why they pull their dick out but typically i pull my dick out uh because i would anticipate some sex possibly happening i feel like i feel like if i had a habit of pulling my dick out around dudes dudes that i had put into a situation (laughs) where they were gonna get a ticket or or help me i feel like that would probably have something to do with me wanting those dudes to touch my dick and that's true too uh would it be wouldn't it be funny if he just did it to everybody but then he was like come on man y'all not gonna point out none of the women man come on this fucked up i i i I was equal opportunity i propositioned a lot of women man they took them videos out (laughs) Uh, (laughs) drivers say miller would approach their windows and ask them if they had noticed his zipper was down (laughs) that's how he would start the conversation up do you know why i pulled you over i hope not <laughs> oh shit! Oh no. shit! That that's funny as fuck, man. You I know, can't. You know how fast you were going? Uh, apparently, we both need to slow down because <laughs> you need to put your dick away. Yo, I, he was probably calm as shit. Like he's just like standing there, dick out. Just like so, you doing? Hey, um, I'm gonna write you this ticket. Hey, here's license registration. I'm gonna go to the back and um, and he's just looking at him like, do I say something? Do I do I see something it's like, like penis? His dick probably hard and shit. Like it's probably, probably not even that glass. Yeah, it's probably not like the kind you can ignore. And you're already at dick level because you're sitting down. <laughs> he just sitting down. He just sitting there looking at his dick like, dude, are we really doing eyes. this? Right. Can I wonder how many dudes had to step out of the car. Step out of the car, please. And he's feeling them up like and he's just yeah. like, do I say something about the penis? <laughs> License and registration. Uh, man, you should just have it. Just don't even worry. <laughs> I'll get a new one. I could order a new license and registration, bro. Um, so one driver alleges Miller followed him after the initial traffic stop and asked him if he his passenger who was no longer in the car was his boyfriend. Oh, oh so I wonder if he was trying to stop dudes he thought looked gay. I wonder if that was also uh-huh. an insult. I wonder if straight dudes was like, come on, man, I'm not even gay. Come on, dog. You really thought I was gay? Is that why you're doing this? No, I'm just saying, man, y'all was listening to some that Miley Cyrus pretty loud. I just I just wanted and it just I just, just just an eye level I think he's hoping to get one of those one guy to just be like so what can I do to get out of this ticket yes right, right. he like like he probably like pumps his fist when they roll down the window and and he hears like certain music and shit like I'm coming out he's like oh yeah I got me one <laughs> yes, got me yes. one I know y'all just left the rave right <laughs> Uh, it's raining men Miller also allegedly allowed a speeding driver who admitted to drinking go without issuing a ticket or conducting a sobriety test the driver who was speeding 16 miles over the speed limit told Miller he was coming from a bar but Miller who allegedly exposed himself during the stop allowed him to drive off without incident prosecutors say you can hear what appears to be the sound of a zipper opening or closing (laughs) 
when miller returned to his patrol car after the traffic stop miller has been a police officer since 2001 he's been suspended indefinitely without pay um so, <laughs> so uh all right man guess the race of mr uh jason miller oh jason miller oh man that's too generic mm. uh i'm gonna flip a coin on this one yeah let's live it oh you really did it you gonna go away all right let's check the chat room it's all coming down to this guys closeted jim mcgreevy supporter white new york has the naked cowboys so new jersey has officer johnson <laughs> Rod creepy voice white uh would you fuck me i'd fuck me buffalo bill white oh wait till you see my pasted white cock joe's face says <laughs> wait till you see my dick hey bitch uh this time when he shoots unarmed black guys he can only get one shot out before he goes to sleep white <laughs> one who never kissed a black man before white officer a little too friendly white officer too friendly white oh two people did that back to back oppression engineer <laughs> he would rather shoot cum than a gun white you're not allowed in here white whiter than the knuckle juice baby batter uh, I own everything white. The correct answer is white. Uh, I love that the, the top comment on Gawker is, meanwhile, a biker, cowboy, construction worker, serviceman, and Native American are standing backstage wondering, what the fuck, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> love the comment section. Oh, that's so good. Young man, why did I pull you over, said the young man? <laughs> Young man, do you know how fast you were going down the street? Dun 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 dun. Oh. It's fun for you to see my dick. It's fun for oh, no. you to look at this dick. I oh, know. It may be hard, it may be long, but you're gonna get it in your face. So I would not know what to do if you put your dick out in a regular conversation and act like nothing was happening. Yeah, and and you know, we're we're black, we're black people. Yeah, we're already like we see the cops, we see the the, the, the berries behind us. We're already like, oh man, what's gonna go down? Is everything right? Okay, I'm a total officer. I'm putting my hand here. We got a speech ready. Turn to the left, dick. Like, yeah, and not I'm, expecting that. I'm so scared of the cops. I literally would act like I didn't see his dick. Yeah, like I would sit there with his dick out the whole time. Like, if you're not talking about it, I'm not talking about right. it. Right. Please give me a ticket because I'm not sucking a dick tonight. Just give me like, a ticket like, and that's it. Oh, man, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, the ticket is the I, least of my worries. Right. Yeah. Kind of chilly out tonight. I'm like, come on, man, just give me the ticket, please. All right, let's do our last thing. Sword ratchetness. Mm. Mm. Watch out. Watch out. You got a parry. Counter parry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, nope. Not Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened when you Tyler Perry. Um, <laughs> uh, Houston. H-Town. H-Town. A man is accused of striking his wife with a sword. Oh, shit. The woman he loves, Karen. That's what it's like. Mm. These motherfuckers with these swords, you think they care about some love? Give a fuck about no love. Uh, Houston police say they responded to a domestic disturbance in a couple's home in Shady Villa Lane in Spring Branch on November 18th. Court documents say Holloway, 
jabbed and struck his common-law wife with a sword guess the rights she sustained cuts and bruises in the attack according to hpd spokesperson victor sentis holloway Mm. also uh assaulted the couple's 10-month-old son by hitting the baby with his hand holloway is 23 he's charged with aggravated assault of a family member and he is being held in harris county jail on sixty thousand dollars bond he's doing court on thursday his name is aaron renard holloway Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. See, that's what happens when you meet the last samurai white guy. Man, you always think he can start swinging shit around the place. Oh, he's black! Oh! I'm so oh. hurt. Oh, I'm with, thanks. For people that aren't here live, I'll put the picture in the chat. Oh, oh but yeah, man. Y'all can't trust these people with so hurt. Um, Dude. Oh. <laughs> we, 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 we had... There, there, was, there was finally a weapon that wasn't in our arsenal. And he, and he just... Ushered it in like, like it was a new age. Yeah, I won't lie. It does hurt the worst when I, when I see, uh, see it's one of us with the sword, man. Uh, make sure you guys check out Romaine. Uh, like I said, a very funny dude. Uh, very. He's been on Three Guys On. You should check out all the episodes where he's been on, uh, cause he's so funny. Um, thank and you, man. Thank you. No, no problem, man. Check him out also on, uh, Twitter at that black one. I'll have it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep. And if you're in DC, check me out. Um, you know, uh, Arlington Draft House. If you're in Virginia, if you're in DC, you can check me out at Wonderland Ballroom every third um, Friday. Romanian lettuce. We do a whole big thing there. Um, and I'm there when I'm doing comedy anyway. Uh, big Hunt. Um, uh, the Improv now has a new open mic room all that so you know if you happen to run into those you'll, you'll most likely run into me boom so make sure y'all check them out we'll be back tomorrow at nine with uh the ladies from good and terrible uh mail and siege um so we'll see you guys then until tomorrow love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.